0: This week on Nintendo Main, this is our big best of 2018 episode. The suspense is killing me! Did I even buy 10 games? Welcome to Nintendo main episode 152. This is our big episode, big 2018 episode. This is 2019 now. Happy New Year, everybody. We haven't actually talked to each other since the year ended. But yeah, we are back now in the new year of 2019. And because we're cooler than all those other podcasts, we like to do our Game of the Year stuff after the previous year is over. Because, you know, sometimes I only have time to play those games at the very last days of the previous year so that's why we do that but we are here we are your hosts i'm trey you won't believe what i cut out of my top 10 list johnson
1: i'm jeremy wait did i delete one of my favorites Mikowski? i
0: hope not
2: i'm john everything old is new again knitter
0: (laughs) always always yeah so yeah this work of course that is our topic of the of this week will be our big top tens that we're doing I think uh, I th- I'm thinking this way this week we're going to I'm, I'm going to play a game with it like let's say that in our top tens you know we'll we'll get a we'll give a point account for each of the games so like number one will get 10 points and number one we'll, and number 10 will get one point and in the end we'll tally them all up and that'll be the Nintendo main game of the year. So we'll do that once we get to the second part. And we'll see. I think there's only going to be like a couple games on there that are on all of our lists. But we'll see. We will see that we in the We shall end. see. But, other, but let's do what we normally do and talk about what we've been playing. And let's talk about, uh, I don't know, what did you guys get for Christmas? Did you get anything new? You've been playing anything new? mm-hmm yeah <laughs> i mean you could <laughs> you could talk I, think about, john,
1: I think john should start because i know for a fact he got something video game related and i did not
0: i know i know you did related. john and i know it's probably on your list but that's fine you can talk about it and not say it's on your list and then you'll say it later
2: i got the second genesis classics collection yes you did and i jealous of that
1: i think that's yeah. anybody that's complained about virtual console i mean you there got it 50 is. Games. right? Yeah. do it, you it feel that way about way. it yeah
2: I, I think it's it's really cool and in fact it's the best presentation of classic games I've ever seen in, in a package. I'm not saying that they're the best selection of games, but mm-hmm. the way that they present
0: it is just really cool.
1: Better yeah, than um, the NES Classic or the SNES Classic.
0: Yes. Does oh it, wow. Does it play itself if you leave it hook? If you leave it on, like the NES and the SNES Classic? Because that's like my favorite thing about those. Where it'll that's just pretty cool. it'll just demo the the, 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 cus-
1: the custom demos from. SNES Classic are pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Well, also, it'll play it. It'll play itself. So, like, if you bring it into... If you have it hooked up in your... Or if you do what I do, you bring it to, like, a bar situation, and you have it hooked up, it'll play itself. Like, it's not, like... You know, it's not just going to sit there on the menu. It'll just go through... It's a little will jukebacks, yeah. Yeah. It'll just kind of, like, show stuff, and Mario jump out and hit the... Like, there's nothing like that, right? I'm sure there's, like, a cool intro or something, but...
2: No, it, there's nothing like Mario jumping around or whatever, but the coolest thing is that the whole setup is you're in... Like some kid's bedroom.
0: Yeah, it's like a virtual 90s. bedroom, right? I've yeah, seen. Yeah, it's
2: like a virtual bedroom.
0: In front of the show, Kate did some streams of a uh, uh, Fantasy Star, and I and I watched those. And yeah, it's like there's like a fake bookshelf and stuff with the games on it, right? It has a fake virtual bookshelf of the games, yeah. and you can,
2: as you're sliding through them, you can pull them out and see the. Well, you can't see the the cover, which kind of sucks, but mm. just the fact that you can like thumb through a bunch of games on a shelf is is cool. Could and we
1: call virtual. it an imaginary bookshelf? To make it, it sounds a little better than fake bookshelf. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's imaginary. Well, I, I mean, you could call it virtual bookshelf. That's what I said. Also, I mean, a virtual, imaginary, imaginary, virtual, something
1: tangential.
0: Yeah. So you choose your stuff from there, and uh, you can rewind back and forth, right? Like, there's a yeah. it like feels like a tape or VHS tape or something. Yeah, you can
2: still and our triggers to rewind and fast forward, and, and there's like a VHS tape effect, which mm-hmm. is cool. Yeah, you can also like because of that. I just realized you can fast forward like any cutscenes if you don't yeah. want to watch the cutscene. You can fast forward
0: it. It's really cool. Yeah, that's really helpful because um, most most games don't do that. It's cool that they do that. The yeah. fast forward,
1: skip it cutscenes. Nice. <laughs>
2: you
0: can and uh,
2: you play it on a TV, so uh, like a virtual TV. So you can have it like sit like you're sitting there on the TV, like watching yeah. it on the TV, or you can zoom in and just have it on your
0: screen.
3: Yeah,
2: but other options is. is Pretty nice, and you watch the game actually go into the Genesis and all that cool stuff.
0: Yeah, so like you and there's like scan lines and stuff in there too. I'm sure, right? Like like options. Yeah, like the others can turn on like filters. filters Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. like you don't have to have it on all the time, but you can if you want, like that type of thing. I'm sure that's in there. I never use scan lines on stuff, but they're in a lot of those games. You know, if you want to make it look crappy like you remembered it looking or something, I don't understand Mm -hmm. why you would do that, but yeah I'm sure that's in there have you have you completed any of the games on there yet? Did you make no, it not through at Sonic? I only like that? messed
2: around with it for maybe two hours or so okay but um yeah the selection of games is, is seems pretty good uh, you know, I've, I've never been as familiar with the Genesis library as I was with say the NES library because um, I didn't have it for very long I only yeah. had it for about a maybe a one and a half year or two year window yeah. at the time. When it was active, so but, um,
0: yeah, I, I mean, I I think I have an idea of what's probably on there, though, All right? Like like Vector mm-hmm. Man one and two is probably on there, right? Yeah, Streets of Rage yeah, so one through Vector three, 1, 2. Streets of Rage one through three. Yeah, uh, all um, the Sonics will be on there, of course, except for Sonic three, for so three. Sonic yeah, not on there. why is three not on there? That's Which weird. Sucks. Why because is the music because of Michael Jackson? <laughs> because because Michael he maybe because yeah. he maybe pretty wrote much it. yeah that's what it Because was... the he... rumor is yeah really. Well, because you know, like I, you know, I have like Sonic Mega Collection for GameCube, and it's on that. Like they did that didn't they didn't have any hard time putting it on that on that disc, you know? Yeah, I don't know. And it was also on it was on Virtual Console for Wii. I'm pretty sure it's on. I I have I have like a Sega another Sega Collection that I got for PS3, and it's on there too. So it's like I don't know.
2: That Sonic Collection came out like the mid 2000s, so it's actually kind of feasible that maybe within Sega's. Licensing deal for the music? Maybe they had like X number of years
0: yeah. from the from the release of Sonic Three. So maybe I don't know, but Sonic Three came out in like the nineties, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was like ninety three, I think. Yeah, so it was already like ten years after at least after it came out. I think before they put it on before they did the Mega Collection and all that. Yeah, so it's, know, it's, for it's a,
2: whatever reason, it's not it's not there. And it is
1: kind of so like, it's on. You can get on Steam through it, there, yeah. through over there, classic. Thing was before it was a collection. Yeah. I don't that, know. Uh, I, I, I do you think there's any chance they'll do DLC for it? Is there any sort of an indication of that within the yeah. the body of the, the game? I don't,
2: I don't think they're. I don't think they will just because it's been out for a while on other platforms and they haven't done that to my knowledge. Mm. But
1: so maybe like a round really two cool. or something.
2: Yeah. yeah, I'm hoping for an update. Maybe it's popular enough on Switch that they'll they'll update it. I First think, thing I would yeah. do before any games, I I would ask that they put the the covers onto the the so you actually see what the cover of the game looked like.
1: Oh, uh, like, that's not you, on there. You
2: can't do that. Yeah, oh, it's not okay. on there. You just have the spine of the games. So you can't see the cover. Which oh, like, oh that's stupid oversight. Yeah. yeah
1: How but... can it be the best presentation without the covers? Yeah.
0: a yeah, uh, yeah, kind of, It kind of sucks. It's Like the manuals and stuff would be cool. Is flicky on there? Is the game like flicky? Flicky. Isn't that like an old Sega game? I don't remember. It's, it's on almost everything. There, so I don't
2: remember them all off the top of my head. There's
0: one game. Oh, I'm thinking of rice Star. Yeah, rice Star. That's, uh, well, that was on the Sonic Mega Collection also on GameCube. You had to unlock mm-hmm. it, but I did. I did. Unlock it. I unlocked it. All the I, Fantasy
1: I, Stars are on there, right?
0: Yeah. They should be. Not, well, not Star 1. Well, Fantasy Star 1 is, is Master System, so that's Master
1: System. So it's 2, 3, and 4? Yeah. To me, that seems it's worth two, it three, enough.
0: Yeah. Those games it are seems good. like the price of a mission yeah.
1: is worth those games.
0: Well, and like the Shining the shining games are in there too, right? Shining, oh, shining, shining Forces 1 and yep. 2. There's and at least five RPGs. Shining in the Darkness 2 what's that other sword of the light or whatever that that one's in there i'm sure i forget what it's called <laughs> There's another one i'm sure i like I'll... the
1: thought of getting a bunch of old like sega rpgs on my switch and yeah. playing them because i've never really played yeah. any of them
0: yeah there's a good
2: selection of rpgs on there it's just such a weird thing to see cause i don't think rpg when i think
0: yeah genesis necessarily is uh but there's a good selection on there is beyond oasis on there i don't I remember. think it is oh Cause I love That game's really good. We did, Jeremy did a, an oddity, Jeremy and I did an oddities episode way back when where we talked about, uh, where I talked about Beyond Oasis. I think it was one where we did like, uh, cool RPGs that were on the, uh, that were, that were on the virtual console for the Wii. <laughs> back, back in the Wii U days when we needed ideas like that. I thought it was good. I thought it was a cool episode. But yeah, Beyond Oasis. I think it was, it was my choice. But that's a really fun game. It's basically kind of like, it's kind of like, a Sega's version of, of Legend of Zelda, I would say like top down it's all action you know i'm pretty sure it's on there because i think i tried a game like that mm. it's a lot of fun yeah. I played, yeah, it's on there i yep. played through it all the way it should be I'm
1: looking I mean, at a list right here yeah
0: i'd be really surprised if it wasn't on there i'm sure columns is on there right that's probably yep. on it's there on too there. Yeah. columns columns, columns,
1: two, columns well. three
0: yeah all the columns would be on there is what i would guess
1: alien um, Storms like like
0: a, a shooter right
2: yeah, know. there's a bunch of treasure games on there, which is really yeah. cool. So, Gunstar Heroes.
0: Well, Gunstar Heroes is good. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good one. I didn't there's play. There's a third
2: one. There's a treasure RPG,
0: which I can't remember the name of. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, Gunstar Heroes was one of the very first Wii virtual consoles. Shining games. in the
1: Darkness, Shining Force, Shining Force 2. Yeah. yeah. Virtual
0: Fighter 2. Virtual Fighter. Yeah, in, yeah, the, yeah. Virtual fire, yeah that's no, the a joke. There was a Virtual Sword Fighter Chameleon. on Psychogenesis, yeah. yeah. It's it's not good, but. Just a, was... It's just a novelty. Yeah. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Oh,
1: no, not Sonic 3D Blast.
0: Does it do, um, well, also in the uh, Sonic Mega Collection, you could do, uh, you could do the Ann Knuckles stuff. So, like, if you wanted to play, like, well, I guess three's not on there, but couldn't you do, like, two and three with Knuckles if you put it in the it hookup or whatever? Sonic
1: and Knuckles isn't on there either.
0: Yeah, Sonic and Knuckles not on there. Oh, maybe Sonic,
1: Sonic Sonic. 2 and Sonic 3D Blast mm. and Sonic Pinball. Maybe it's a and Knuckles so- thing. Sonic of Rage.
0: Was it Knuckles in three also? Maybe he's like, he's like, fuck you. I need, yeah, I need more money.
1: Oh, wait, no, Knuckles was in four. Or, no, I think he was in three as an enemy, right? He was. And then he was playable in
0: the expansion. Knuckles, the yeah. Sonic and Knuckles, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. maybe it's the thing cause... with Knuckles. Like, that uh, Knuckles is like, hey, if you're not putting Pumpkin Hill on there, I'm not, I'm going to not be in the <laughs> yeah. game. I am uh, I need more royalties for this. Sorry. Yeah, that's weird that, the, yeah. that there's 50 on there, but those aren't included.
2: Yeah, and the other thing that I don't like about it is that you, you can, okay, you can play online but as far as i can tell
0: there's no friend meant, online
2: you, yeah you can, it's all random like you you only play against random people mm. so i can't like decide to play against you on on streets of rage or whatever
1: yeah you, you, you just, can't
2: even pick the game that you i, I or i haven't figured out the game, how, how to pick the game that you want to play like i've only figured out how to join <laughs>
0: what people's <laughs> games so you just uh so you just like randomly you're like i just want to play online yeah, and it just randomly throws you online, into it into a game it just pair you up
2: randomly in some weird in, in whatever game so that that,
0: that that sucks. Is Eternal but... Champions on there? Is that game in there?
2: No. Oh, that's a big oversight. Yeah. I don't know why that's on there. Yeah, I don't not know if
0: there. that was if that was a Sega property or not. I mean, I know it was an exclusive, but I don't know who made that game. Yeah. Was that in house or was that somebody that. else? I don't know. I think it was in house. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't looked at the full list. It, it's on my. You know, it was on my list of things I wanted to get but didn't end up getting the Sega the Sega collection. And I do have a lot of those in other. In other iterations, like not on the Switch, so it wasn't like it's like. Do I need to buy Streets of Rage two for the sixth time? I mean, do I need to? That's kind of how I felt about that, but but maybe I'll get it's it. A,
1: it's a thirty dollar game, right?
0: Yeah, it's a thirty dollar game bucks. with a bunch of games in it. Yeah.
1: How do you feel about? I do. I I want to know if there. If you feel like there's any input lag, or if you've noticed anything like that. No, I'm not. it. that something that. I remember reading? I read it in a couple places, but wasn't sure. Like. It's like, for instance, it wouldn't matter in most RPGs if there was a slight, but like, yeah. So that's the thing. Like, I, I wonder if it'd be a game or a, a, yeah, a deal breaker is what I'm trying to say. I've not noticed it, but a I mean, game I to try better. would probably be freaking um, Streets of Rage. No, Gunstar Heroes. Well, Streets of Rage. Probably, yeah, yeah, well, streets, yeah are- streets of Rage has like button combination.
0: That's yes, true. well, Streets of Rage two has like uh, Street Fighter style moves in there, so that would be good. You'd yeah, want to yeah, try that yeah. and see if they work. Which there's which which there was there's a Streets of Rage uh, four video out there somewhere, which I found on Twitter, which looks pretty interesting. Of it moving, it looks okay. You know, I'll probably end up getting it, but it's out there in the world. Yeah, I did see that. I saw yeah. the screenshots. I didn't see the video. Yeah, there's there's a video. You have to, you'd have to venture into the uh, evil world of Twitter to find it. I think. I'd, I'd send it to you, but you're on there. Or you're not on there. Well, I could but, send it to you, but, but you don't check it.
1: I mean, do you feel pretty cool about, you know, now that not only do you have a portable NES, but you have a portable Sega, Sega Genesis in that regard?
0: Yeah, I feel badass, you know. I'm ready to go. It does It does what the Nomad can never do. <laughs> Did, <laughs> Did you get the uh, games? The park park, right? <laughs> no, I don't, downloaded it. I figured that was something
2: that I wanted to have, like, oh, 50 games nice. on yeah. my yeah. Switch. So it is all portable, all
1: like, always yeah. on there, yeah. Yeah, so you have so you got. That and the NES games, you've got like 70 or 80 games.
0: I know. Yeah, because there's like, what, 30-something in the NES games now? It's 20. Yeah, it's over 30. I thought it was, well, I mean, if you count the SP version. Oh, you're right.
1: right. It started with 20.
0: So it's, yeah, it's all but there's more than that now. Cool. Uh, I, got a, I got a collection of games also. Are you done with the, have you said what you want to say for the Sega collection for now? Yeah, I'm all good. Okay. I I also I went and got a Sega collection, or not a Sega collection. I got a collection. Also, I got the the SNK 40th anniversary collection, is what I did. Because I got a couple eShop cards for Christmas, and I was like, I just couldn't break, I couldn't take myself away from not buying that game just because I wanted it, just because of its weirdness. And let me tell you, it is pretty weird. All the games are pretty damn weird in there. But Chrysalis is really good. There isn't the NES version of it. There's like the original version of it but it's good the version that's in there is good it's definitely worth playing and you can save whenever you want and all that which is really cool you can save that's it time. that's part
1: that I would like to play for it
0: yeah you can save it anytime in in the in game you know on any of the games and uh but there's no online mode which is weird like i thought maybe there'd be some online multiplayer for it but there's not but that that really weird you know when i was a kid my mom got me this got me a warriors 2 for nes which i think is one of the weirdest games ever and you can play it on there. You can play the NES version on there, and it's totally as weird as it was when I was a kid. So it's really nice to play it again, I guess, just to see how if it's as weird as I thought it was.
1: Now, and does it have all the like the extra DLC they were saying? So, but yeah. aside from there, yeah, okay, it's, it's
0: already on there. Well, yeah, so, you no, have,
1: so it's got several games on it.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't count how many games are on there, but it has to be like twenty some or something like that. Like it's there's not it's not a small amount of games for sure. I didn't count the exact amount, but there were like four or five that they added after it came out, and they're all on there from what from what I can tell. So, but it's yeah, if you like really weird ass arcade games, it's totally worth checking out. It's a really really I feel like it's a really nerdy collection. It's for it's for people who like give a shit about these bizarre ass games that came out a long time ago. But some of them are pretty were pretty important for their time, but they're also very like obscure. I feel like you know it's it's for the it's for the true. S N K fan, I guess. And it was one of those things. How was many games just, there? I don't know. There's probably like twenty something. I didn't count exactly. I'm trying to work it
2: out. If you spend two hundred and fifty dollars on a on a Neo Geo cartridge, how much well, money are you saving? Well, by, these by aren't even.
0: Well, the the keep in mind, these aren't even the arcade ones that you're thinking of. These aren't the Neo Geo ones. This is just oh. a straight up S N K from before that. So it's like not. So it's not uh, okay. like world. It's not like World Fighter. World Fighters or like. A, any of those? It's it's not it's, it's not like um, Fatal Fury. It's not it's not like those type of games. It's it's before that. It's like the very very beginning of SNK. We're talking like what like mid seventies. Some of them even or like earlier than that. Like some of them old ass games. Like uh, what was it Psycho? Uh, what's that game, Jeremy? With the
1: Psycho Soldier.
0: Psycho Soldier. That's like the first game that had lyrics in it, or like first video game music to have lyrics in it ever. Pretty much.
1: Which is so cool.
0: Yeah. No, it's just like stuff that was done way before anybody else did it like that adventure game i think is from the 70s which is probably like one of the first games to have like kind of like a have like a narrative in it like with like bosses and the level structure and all that which that game's weird too but they're they're all weird it's it's very it's very much one of those things that's like you know are you interested enough in these in these bizarre ass games to to take the step and and i had listened they've done a couple of retronauts episodes about it and i really got into it and I would, and also that Akari Warriors two game. I just all of it coming together with Chrysalis and all that just made me take the plunge. And it's, I'll say it's worth it for Chrysalis in, in, on its own. I think that game in itself is really good. It's probably the best game that's on there. But, but, but everything else, if you like bizarre arcade games, they're totally there for you. You know,
1: I'm going to keep Chrysalis an eye on,
0: on it on NES. Right,
1: it's the NES one.
0: Yeah. So, like, some of the games on there have an NES version also, which is really cool. Yeah, I played that for a little bit.
2: I want to say I put a good three hours into Crystalis on an emulator one time, and I was pretty pretty impressed by it. I liked it a lot.
1: It's a it's a cool like old school RPG like action RPG, and I've never gotten all the way through it, but it's like it hits me right in the nostalgia bone because it it was one of the first games we got for the NES, and I remember mostly watching my mom play it. She really liked it. I, I played it. Up to a certain point, even recently on an emulator, probably within the last couple of years,
0: it's a yeah. No, it's a cool game, and you're and you're right. It does open exactly the same way as uh, it, it opens it opens the same way that um, what do you breath call of it? the wild? Breath of the wild, yeah, it's the same thing. He he wakes up in a bed, and then and then comes out, and then the world's destroyed. It's <laughs> so basically it's it, they all ripped it off of chrysalis. It's uh, like
1: a futuristic spot, and then you go outside, and yeah, and it's like post apocalyptic, yeah, medieval it, rather than being modern.
0: It's on there. It's cool.
1: The only other way it's been accessible since uh, it came out on the Game Boy Color. Yeah, the Game Boy Color version came out in 2000, so yeah, it's the first time in 18 years that you could get it, which is pretty cool. But yeah, I, I want that. It's it's like. If it were 30 rather than 40, I probably would have gotten it by now, but that yeah. extra 10 bucks is kind of like yeah.
0: yeah, 40, 40 is yep. kind of high, but the presentation on it is incredible and there's like a little museum mode thing that you can go through and look at like old sketches of everything and it's presented really well. And having like the two different versions of a lot of the games, I think it's really neat. Like uh you can play all three of the Akari Warriors like on the NES or the arcade version. And and and, I, and there's more than that. There's like uh, I forget how many of them have NES versions, but I'd say about, like, I would say about, like, 70% of the games probably have two versions, so you can, so that's more NES games for you if you want to uh, go down that. You know, if you want to use your NES controller for it, you can. So it's it's cool, even though, yeah, no, I think you can use it. I don't think you really need LNR for anything.
1: I'll check it out.
0: But regardless, yeah, I got that game. I played around with it a little bit. You know, it's been, uh, I've kind of just, like, fucked around with it here or there, but I've mostly been playing my top 10 stuff, so spoilers it's not on there so i didn't play that one as much but i did get a couple things that i want to open on the show real quick i was gonna say I, I
1: did get some games i would just thought specifically i didn't get any games for christmas but i bought myself oh sure there's one big one i bought for sure that what I do
0: wanna you, mention. okay do you want to do you want to talk about it now or
1: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah go for i it. finally got mario mario rabbits which is not going to be on my list because it didn't come out this year
0: no that was on my list last year
1: <laughs> yeah but I finally got it,
0: and you know what? I, I love it. How far it's have great. you? How far have you gotten in it?
1: I just finished World Two.
0: Oh, okay. So I mean, I'm
1: I'm not that far into it. I'm like, well, it says 50 percent or whatever, but I'm sure there's a lot more than what I've done.
0: Yeah. Uh, what was it? A friend of the show, uh, uh, Tim. Hi, Tim. I know he listens to our show. Tim Kenyon, my fiance's brother. He uh, he got it too. So he, I was talking to him at Christmas about it, and he said that he already made it to the Halloween level on there. And I was like, well, that's, oh is that is that
1: world three, or four.
0: I think it's three. Is it three? Cool.
1: Yeah, I'm almost there. Yeah. I, I just got the ability to unlock that level.
0: Yeah, because I think it. four is because I think four is Bowser is like the lava. I, I beat level. the giant
1: refrigerator monster. That's oh. the last thing I just did. <laughs> okay, the, the boss of world too.
0: Because I got because uh, I played because he I think he was because I asked him how far he was and he had gotten as far as I got before I stopped playing already and I was oh. like, wow because he was at the yeah he was there cuz i stopped like well, i got to the phantom of the opera boss is, is as far as i got and i think that's the final boss of that third level
1: well i'm going to keep playing it i like it and Yeah. I, it, it did there's definitely a, a huge diff, difficulty curve what do
0: they say like it a is steep curve yeah. All of a sudden. yeah
1: like halfway through the second world it got really hard all of a sudden i was like wait i'm losing now yeah. i didn't think this would happen
0: i thought it was kind of i thought it was pretty challenging the whole way through but it's a good
1: time, and I've been having a lot of fun with it. I'm glad I finally got it, and I think I paid 22 for it, I think is what it was.
0: Yeah, it was on sale for really cheap. I don't know. And but,
1: yeah. Last several times it's been on sale, I've considered buying it, and finally I just bought it. Mm-hmm. Used a little bit of my gold coins and knocked it down to right around 20 bucks mm. with my gold coins, and uh, I like it, yeah. It's a fun game, and I've been playing a lot of it in the past couple of days. Nice. It, it's a good game to play while you're, and I'm sure you already said this, and so maybe I'm just repeating what you already said, but I can watch a movie while I play it.
0: Oh, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> I've never watched I can a do movie so, I played. can do something
1: else while I play that game because it's, you can take your time with each, like, move that
0: you make. Oh, yeah, because it's turn-based. And, uh, I mean, I I don't know, people say that. I I've never, I've never been one. I can't do that. I can't do two things at once. Like, I can't watch a movie and play a game at the same time. I'm either playing the game or I'm watching the movie. That's basically how it goes.
1: I mean I'm not watch watching you check Facebook but that's about it See, I'm not yeah, like but then watching you're not watching the movie I you really watch your Facebook. Care about I'm like watching a TV show on Netflix or something or yeah. a movie on Netflix that I don't care that much about so I'm probably not retaining everything but okay it's still like kind of cool to be able to like you know it's a fun game to play with but when I was going to say it's a fun game to play without sound, but the music's really good. Yeah, the music so is. So kind of uh, nice Grant- to hear the music and the sound effects. The sound effects are really funny too, especially yeah. with headphones.
0: Yeah, the the music is Grant Kirkhope, who did the soundtrack for Banjo Kazooie, so it sounds a lot like Banjo Kazooie at times. I'm sure you've noticed
1: that think- it has
0: a lot of that flavor to it.
1: I've heard it compared to Disgaea, Disgaea, however you say that, and you would even
0: mention that it is to like me. it is like Disgaea, though. That's what's funny. It's you just should try the, playing. I it think after the you, aesthetic
1: uh... of it, you know, being the Mario aesthetic yeah. and the and the silliness and the cartoony veneer, mm. like just makes it a lot more approachable and
0: yeah, yeah. I, therefore, I think it, it's
1: like more yeah. of a joy to play because it's like at the bright, shiny colors and all the silly, goofy things happening and.
0: Yeah. Um, and also and I also yeah. like
1: the skill tree is really cool. The mm-hmm. skill tree is awesome.
0: No, you're right. Like the level of entry is a lot is a lot uh whatever you would say that like bigger for the it's, it's easier to get into the Mario Plus Rabbids and this guy cuz this guy is kind of like more of a hardcore game hardcore game I guess. And, uh-huh. I, and there's so much stuff happening in that game that it can be really you know it, it could be hard to get into. Like just... And I did
1: mention at the top of the show did I delete one of my favorite games well. Definitely not one of my top 10 but I deleted this guy a long time. Ago. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I meant by that.
0: Is that what you had to delete to put Mario Plus Rabbids on there?
1: Yeah, that was one of the big ones I had to delete. Yeah, so you... I put like a game that was like it, and that's kind of funny because yeah, I like it better. I've probably already put a lot more time into Rabbids than I did this guy.
0: Yeah, it's a lot more approachable than 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 that other one. But similar, they are similar. So maybe if you like, if you see Mario Plus Rabbids all the way through, you could try this guy again. I guess. I think that there's a game that's on my list that I think is better than both of those games, but I'm not going to mention it yet until we Let's get say, to I our did, list. And I did buy I did buy one more game. <laughs> it's the same sort of thing. That was on sale. I got Brought Thumper. Oh yeah, I saw you got Thumper. I saw you played it.
1: I played Thumper a little tiny bit at Trey's yeah. when uh when I visited a while back. I feel like I played I, could, it, I, I couldn't really get into it but I think I played it at your house. Did you?
0: Yeah, I think I was in. I think I was in Champagne. I couldn't get into Thumper either, man.
1: <laughs> it, well, it's hard. I,
0: I've started getting into it. It's hard. It's a hard game.
1: I've started really liking it. Um, once you get, I've tried. I played it with headphones, and I played yeah. it just kind of like trying to like
0: trying to feel the, the music, yeah.
1: just trying to like vibe on it, like I would like Guitar Hero or something. Sure. And of course, the, it's not like Guitar Hero. You know, nothing's been quite like that. Mm-hmm. But it reminds me a lot of uh, maybe not Parappa, but. Uh, Busta Groove. Oh, I never played day. that. Game. Or a uh, Guitar Guitaru Man might yeah. even be a
0: better Didn't play that one either. Uh, was it like a was like a thing where you like had to move to like 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 kinda how this one is? Like this one you're like on a roller. Guitaru coaster. man
1: specifically you had to hold down buttons and then basically you had a, a track going and you had to steer your uh the as you held the note down you had to steer it along this mm-hmm. like moving, like wavy line. And so that used the analog sticks, and I think, I can't remember whether or not it used both analog sticks. If it did, it was for different reasons, but that's probably the thing this reminds me of the most, just because it involved holding buttons down and doing different motions with the analog stick. Mm -hmm. But I think it's fun. The music's really good. If the music sucked, it would maybe not be that fun, but the the, music and the the graphics go very well together.
0: Isn't that that band Lightning Bolt? Are they the ones? Yeah, yeah, right?
1: it's yeah. Brian something or another. I can't remember his last yeah. name, but yeah, it's the guy from Lightning Bolt. And uh... Yeah,
0: no, I mean, the game's, like, I think the game's cool. I just suck at it, you know? Like, it's like you're on this, you're basically on this hellish roller coaster fighting, like, these giant weird bug things to the rhythm of stuff, and it's very...
1: You're, you're like, a, a scarab. Yeah. Like, an I... Aladdin, like that scarab. Yeah, yeah, much.
0: you're, like, this beetle thing or whatever, and it's it's very nightmarish, and yeah. And I just couldn't, I don't know, I just wasn't good at it. Like, I just couldn't get very far on it, you know, so I kind of just gave up eventually. But
1: I, I got just, through the first four stages, and it looks like there's more stages, but I think I have to go back and get a higher ranking. Oh, really? To be, to, like, unlock the less, the rest of the stages. But, yeah, I, the first night I got it and started playing it, I was having a really good time with it. I think starting from the beginning and learning the controls incrementally was super helpful.
0: yeah. I hear that it, it's a lot different in VR, too, is what people have said for that, because yeah. that, that was a VR game, which I imagine, I mean, aside from, like, shitting yourself from probably playing it, because it's probably a lot scarier in VR than it is oh, on yeah. a TV, because there's, there's some the fucking art. weird stuff in that game, yeah. yeah, especially, like, the big creatures that you're fighting or, you know, jamming or rhythming against or whatever.
1: But it's kind of cool that I have uh, two different games with, like, you know, that are sur- surrounded or rather uh, centered around a musician that I like in some way. Cause I mean, I like lightning bolt and sure. I also like uh, hot water music and I've got the flame and the flood. Yeah. <laughs> you so do, it's yeah. kind of cool yeah. that these two artists from back in the day are like, well, I guess lightning Bolt I listened to more recently, but uh, it's cool that they like are on my switch
0: for sure. There's actual, there's actual bands in, uh, in the uh, football game that we talked about a couple shows again uh, ago. Also in uh, mutant, mutant league football. There's a, uh, there's like, Hardcore bands and stuff in there. Like each each team has its own intro music that's done by like a, an actual band and all that. So, and I actually bought what uh, bought an EP for one of them because I because I wanted to use it on the show. So and 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 buying the EP was cheaper than buying like, the single song. So, so I supported them through that game. Nice. So yeah, there's a lot of games on there that are based around different. Well, there's three I guess that we mentioned, but I'm sure there's more that has. Uh, I mean, what was it? A uh, Zio Drifter that has Brian Altano on it. And the and the credits oh, for right. that. Yeah. But that was originally a DS game, or a 3DS game. But yeah, we're in the future, man. We're real, we're, you know, bands can put stuff in there like
1: that. Where, where video game music is, like, becoming more and more mainstream, which it has yeah. been in Japan for
0: very, very long Forever, time, but... yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have, like, their own video game music sections and record shops, from what I've heard, which I would but like. I do like it, that uh, it's becoming more. Yeah, yeah it's
2: more mainstream stuff. I was playing Smash about 30 minutes ago. And uh, came onto a Mario Odyssey level, and they played the song that played at the end of Mario Odyssey, which I'd forgotten about. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, this song is like a really good, like, pop song. If this came on the radio. I'd be like, oh, this is a cool song, you know? The lyrics and everything. Remember when it was like, it like
0: Honeyloon Ridge, something like that? That's where it's. The
2: one where you're, where you're at the very end of the game, you're. you're
0: no, I know. Possess, yeah.
2: You possess Bowser and you're, you're smashing things and all that
0: stuff. Like, that's a good song. Yeah, I have it. It's on. It's on one of my. It's, it's on one of my mixes. But I think it's called like Honeyloon Ridge or something like that. Oh, is that what it's called?
1: Say the word, I'll be there in a flash. You could say my hat goes off to you. That one?
0: No. no, no I don't know that one. Not that one. I kind of got, I did kind of get tired of that song.
1: <laughs> I know, so did I.
0: Yeah, Honey, Honeyloon, Honeyloon Ridge Escape is what it's called off of the soundtrack. But I don't know what the actual name of it is, if it has a different name. But I only, I've only listened to the, I may only really listen to the Japanese version of it, as I do with most vocal songs, so I don't know the lyrics to it. But yeah, no, that is a cool song, and I didn't know that, I didn't know that, that was in there, uh, Smash Brothers. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it is. Yes. Well, uh, do you want to? Let me. Sh- can I show my physical things that I got real quick here? Do it. For Christmas. Let's see. All right. Well, one of them I did actually open this one before, but I'm gonna open it again. Uh, Jess bought me a. Uh, this box here, I'll describe it for you since this is only audio. It's a green box that says the year of Luigi on the front of it, which basically gives will give away what the what the gift is, but here you go. It's sure gets... an entire year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She probably a year in a box. Did you know you could do that? No, it's this uh it's a super cool Luigi's Mansion oh, that, 2 That's so cool trophy. Which I guess came out yeah, came out around the time of Dark Moon. And it came from the Nintendo Club. It's uh, yeah, it's got Luigi being all freaked out. There's a ghost behind him. There's the ghost dog is next to him. There's also a coin under the uh, rug there, which I think is a nice attention to detail. That like is right nice right the like under his foot. So how did she get that? If it was available from Club Nintendo, what six years or five years after the fact? She had hunted down. She, uh, she hunted it down through eBay, I think. Uh, she bought it from Germany, I believe. For, or was it Switzerland somewhere? It, it came from another country. Mm. I know that. So yeah, she went. She went hunting it down from somebody. Yeah, because it was an old Nintendo Club thing, and Nintendo Club is not there anymore. So mm-hmm. yeah, just found it. But it's very cool. I've been waiting to place it somewhere in the room and for this episode, so I can. Oh, and also, there's a number on the bottom of it. They only made two thousand eighty-eight of them. Whoa! Number yeah I have. That's so cool. Six hundred and fifty-four is my number. Wow! But at the end. Yeah, and it's from 2015. But yeah, at the end, at the bottom there, I don't know if you guys can see it. There's a number that shows how many were made and what number this yep. is of them. So that's fucking cool, man. So it's authentic.
1: Yeah, she showed me that, and I had to I had to keep it a secret. Yeah, I know she told you about. Well, that. before she got it,
0: but when she showed me what she ordered, yeah, it's pretty cool. I like I'm it. Like, That's fucking cool. Yeah, so yeah, that, that looks really cool. So that was my that was my video game rela- related present that I got. You know, aside from those e- O C awesome. e- shop cards, it's always uh, she always tries to go for uh, go for like the the more um, more obscure collectible stuff. Well, I especially like the, uh, Zelda thing that you got before, right? Yeah, she got me one of those old trophies, the NES ones. Which which the only one I had was a Mario one with him throwing a fireball, and uh, yeah, she tracked down the the Zelda one with a Gibdo on it. Who said that was the coolest looking one, which I believe. But yeah, no, those those things were just kind of stuff that I thought I had almost dreamt up, you know, because you don't really see them a whole lot unless you look for them. But yeah, that was a Toys R Us thing that I got originally. But yeah, that one was cool as well. Yeah, and she got me like a Game & Watch and like a bunch of other shit. So I mean, an original uh, Donkey Kong Game & Watch, which is fun. But this wasn't a present, but she did buy it at Target yesterday. We found it. I found the uh, Peach Wedding Amiibo.
1: We found it in the wild.
0: Yeah, we found it in the wild at Target. <laughs> it was weird. There were only three amiibos. There was a, uh, there was Peach, there was Pikachu, and Bowser. And that's, that's when this was the only one of this.
1: So now you have to find a Mario wedding amiibo. Yeah,
0: but this might be this might get involved in our wedding. So
1: that's what I'm saying. You yeah. have to find a Mario one, but, or a Luigi one if
0: there is one. I don't know. There's not a Luigi one. There's just a Bowser. There's Bowser, Peach, and Mario. Or uh, a Luigi one? No. Well, he wasn't in the game, but I'm going to open it right now on on live on the live recorded.
1: Yes, like, Amiibo I'm, opening.
0: Like we used to. So here.
2: The value. Oh no.
0: <laughs> well, if we're going to put it on a wedding cake, we got to open it anyway. There you are. There she is. Wedding Peach. She looks so like surprised that she's in that she's in this Amiibo form. It's like what? She's also
1: surprised that she's in a wedding dress. She's like, "Wait, I didn't sign up for
0: this." <laughs> Wait. <laughs> how did this happen? Bowser. Yeah, so I got another amiibo finally. I was I figured I'd just walk by Target real quick. We got I also got um got a Target gift card from my sister, which didn't didn't buy this with. Just bought this one, but but um but yeah, we I walked by, I always walk by the video game section to see what they have and this is the first time I've seen an amiibo there in a while. And interestingly, the Pikachu and Bowser amiibo that they had were Japanese amiibos, so that was kind of weird. Oh, weird. I don't, know, I don't know if they ran out. Well, I mean, it was written, you know, like in the corner here, where it says their name. It said it also it had it written in Japanese here on them. So maybe they somebody was trying to get those ones and they couldn't get them and they had to order them from Japan. I don't know. I don't know why they had the Japanese version That's of strange. the amiibo there, but they did.
1: That had been a bit of mistake.
0: And that has been uh, the target adventures of Nintendo Mainframe this week. No, yeah. So yeah, there's there's some co- couple uh physical stuff I got there. Is there? Did you guys get anything else uh, video game related for Christmas? Uh, it was a pretty light haul for me this year. Okay,
1: that was all. Yeah, I bought those two games for from the Black Friday sale. But...
0: Well, you already got all those. You already got all those Wii games for your birthday.
1: Yeah, which I've still been messing around with those. Like I played a <laughs> decent amount of the hunting game. It's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> It's a good two-player game. I've been playing it with. Yeah. Yeah. As a two-player game, it's a lot of fun. Sure. How
2: about that water sports. So I haven't tried
1: the water sports game.
0: or all of the <laughs> uh, Wii what? water sports or or like the. Didn't you get like? Funny. Didn't you get like three jet ski games? Feel like there was a couple of them.
1: There's two of them. Yeah, one, yeah, one was the water sports, and then yeah. there was a Kawasaki <laughs> jet ski one.
0: Cool. Well, uh, have you watched Bandersnatch yet, John? <laughs> I have. <laughs> I, was oh, like I thought it was stupid. I enjoyed it. That I, was cool. I thought it was so up up its own ass. It was kind of like, oh, look at what sure
1: wasn't up its own snatch.
0: It's like, oh, we're so <laughs> we're so brilliant that we have you picking choices in a story about a guy who makes a game about picking choices. whoo look at us now? The late shift I thought was like a hundred times better than that because I, I actually we played them back to back. Justin and I played a uh, Bandersnatch in the late shift and. uh she thought the later shift, late shift was way better too. The later shift, the later shift, the better shift, and it came out. What like, was it
2: about the late shift that? Cause I, I didn't play that one, but but what was it about that that made it
0: like? It's not a stupid that it had, story that, it had, that it had
2: to be told in, <laughs> in that way.
0: Well, I mean, the late shift. It's like you're uh, you get involved in this crime. You get basically Ooh. get involved in this heist from from you know from these people that park in the. In the uh, parking lot that you work the late shift at, and you get involved in this, in the stealing of this ancient bowl or whatever. But you can, you can make different choices about how you, how you go about this heist that you're doing. And that's how it goes different ways. And supposedly there's 13 different endings in, in the late shift. I don't know how many there are in Bandersnatch, but, but the late shift is less like, it's not like, it's not as dumb as Bandersnatch (laughs) was, (laughs) as it might be. No, I I thought, I thought it was cool. I, I liked it. For see, to me, I,
2: I think like if you're going to do something in a particular format, there should be a reason. Ideally, there's a reason why you're doing it in that format versus writing a book or making yeah. a game or writing a song or whatever.
0: Yeah. And so, so it has I, to be I, I about liked, I
2: liked it for the reason that you didn't <laughs> like it.
0: So, it has to be about a, a story that has different pathways. I mean, it, I don't think, well, it, I don't think it does. Like, it could be any story and just have different pathways. It doesn't have to I be. About... I think it's, I think it's. About, about a it, game with different pathways. I don't it's know. Maybe
2: I was maybe heightened by that. Like I thought yeah. it was cool that they were talking about making choices and stuff like that. And there were fourth wall breaking moments where, like, you could. I don't know. Have you, have you played it, Jeremy? Have you seen it? Or am I spoiling anything? Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch
0: on that. I,
1: I played the first. Ten minutes of it, I didn't get very far.
0: You didn't get very oh, far yeah. at all. Like we we played we played it for about an hour, and I was like, okay, I don't need to play this ever again. Yeah, <laughs> no,
1: maybe no spoilers <laughs> for Jerjer because I do I, I do plan on playing through it.
0: I think yeah, you should check it. Did out. Did you get to the drugs part? Because <laughs> that was really disappointing. I mean, that's pretty early, but when you hang out with yeah, Colin, get, yeah. yeah, 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 that was dumb. That part was dumb. I don't know. I,
2: I I thought it was awesome. I loved it. I thought it was cool I went back I watched it again and like tried different things and i I think I haven't even seen everything from well, what I've read
0: well if you like that type of game and you want to play one that's better get the late shift it's on sale right now it kind of made me want to get the the late shift it is on though. sale it is on sale on the on the eshop right now and it's a uh, it's how much, is
2: pl- how much is it selling for
0: I don't know like I feel like it's it was like nine bucks I feel like it wasn't it's probably on sale for like 10 maybe because I think it's new what is it like 15 12 new something like that it's not that expensive you know, it won't show you what the it won't show you what the what the sale is if you already got the game. So it didn't it wouldn't tell me. But I did see that it was on sale. But I think it's I think it's better. I think it's better than Bandersnatch. And it came out like two years before, even. You know, but it's it's very much the same thing.
1: I think it was a missed opportunity not to have Cumberpatch and Bandersnatch.
0: <laughs> oh, they, could, yeah, they should have been <laughs> there. They they couldn't they could afford him, man. <laughs> He's he's fucking Doctor Strange now. He can't can't afford can't afford that. They don't have that. that kind of cumber cash. Yeah. <laughs> they get cumber patch. Maybe maybe I would like it better if he was in there. I don't know. I just yeah, I got bored with it pretty quickly.
1: Needless to say like I, I was saying in the like the interim. I think
0: that well, I think we are still in the interim. But uh I'm recording the interim, so I'll probably use the interim. Welcome, i, I welcome definitely to the thought, interim.
1: I'm definitely happy that Ninten- Nintendo that Netflix is putting their financial capital behind. Trying to get a streaming game, right? Like who knows where they'll yeah. go with that, but maybe they'll actually be the ones to do it correctly, where whatever it's just another medium to have video games, and i'm I'm excited about that. If Netflix has video games too, and I don't have mm-hmm. to pay any more for it, Hell, yeah, for
3: yeah. sure.
1: yeah, I, mean, I think especially if they're their own kind of thing that I can't get elsewhere, which
2: yeah. Yeah. This and kind of this, is
1: it reminds me of some shit that was on YouTube like 10 years ago or whatever but
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: but it's just so. or our games so that without, existed without like 2 years anything, ago. Think,
2: without spoiling anything, I, I think that Netflix's money like was put to good use to make to make something that's more in depth than could be on YouTube. And there's parts where like you do something at the beginning where it it doesn't get called back to or doesn't affect the story until later on in in the in the movie.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah.
2: There's like minute
0: choices that you make.
1: I Frosted flakes instead of sh- sh- yeah. Cheerios, whatever.
0: <laughs> you got that far at least. I mean, they do they do reference the cheer- the, the cereal that you. No, like I didn't later go that
1: far, it. but I had a feeling that it was going to be part of yeah. the.
0: They do like so. you do like have to eat Frosted Flakes later or something if you pick that, and you listen mm-hmm. to a different song in the car depending on what you pick. But but I mean, the late shift does stuff like that too. Like we like uh, there's a, supposed to be a romantic part. And in it in the late shift, and Jess was like, "No," and it just doesn't happen, you know. This sh- it's, like, <laughs> it's like they're about to kiss, and she's like, "No, no, no," and she said no, and then it just they don't do anything. <laughs> he just, he just like he just like moves his head, and he's like, "Nope," and it doesn't happen. <laughs> so you know you can do that in there. <laughs> so and there's there's fun stuff you can do in the late shift where it's like where where you know like somebody comes after you and you're like you can just like run. It's like keep running, or you can like refuse to do whatever they, that's like kind of how I played the late shift when I first tried it was just doing the thing that I would never do in real life, you know, just to see what the game would do. You know what? Like if somebody comes after you with a gun, like just run or try to like knock the gun out of their hands or whatever. You're George Costanza. Do the, do the opposite. Do the opposite. Yeah. Well, it's a game. Isn't that what it's supposed to be? It's supposed to do, a, you know, I just wanted to see what would happen. What I was trying to play out what would never happen in a movie, you know, like you would never actually do this. So I'm like, I'm going to have the guy do what he should never do, you know, and just see what that's like. You know, it was kind of how I was going at it at first. But yeah, that's been our Bandersnatch report for uh, Nintendo Made Podcast. Anyway, let's talk about what's really quite important. Quite
1: frumious, quite frumious.
0: Yeah. Um, if you uh, give it cucumber uh, badges. If you want us to continue on with Bandersnatch, uh, pick yes now or no, and then we'll go to the, uh, you know, and then we'll continue on to the good part of the episode. We will be right back. Stay tuned. Suspense for those lists. <laughs> That's our game of the year episode this Woo! today this week. So I think we're gonna do. I think I want to do it different this time.
1: Oh, um, really? Now you're telling me that.
0: I think. I think that instead of like each of us going through our whole list at once, why don't we just all do like we'll all do our number ten, and then we'll all do our number nine, and we'll just alternate like that. How about that? So then we oh, won't like... have this. So then, because I remember last I year, did
1: my number ten on my bathroom break.
0: Oh <laughs> well, that's wow. that's in your bathroom break number that's ten. Impressive. Wow, that's a. Uh, you have ten different ways that you go to the bathroom. <laughs> there
1: must be ten ways to go to the bathroom.
0: Yeah. So uh, yeah, instead of like, because last last year, by the time, because I remember Jeremy went like last, and by the time we got to you, we would already talked about all the games. But we won't do do that do that this time. You remember that, like when we'd got the yeah. golf story for the million bonus. time or whatever.
1: Yeah, we did it with four people last year, right?
0: Yeah, we also had a guest, oh, right. which I which I. Thought about having a guest, but it's such a big episode already. I don't think we necessarily need it. Anyway,
1: we—it was a great guest, but I think that yeah, yeah. this
0: one should be just the three of yeah. us. just the three of us. Um, okay. So number ten, who wants to go first on their number on their number ten? Drum roll. I'll, I'll go it. first. Okay. Oh, and uh, and by the way, uh, you can't. I don't know if you're thinking about doing this, John, but you can't use more than one game from one package. So you can't use like four Sonic games on your list. Out of the Sega collection, I don't know if you're planning on doing that, but that's uh, not a thing. <laughs> okay. So, but you
1: can mention something and then say the specific part of why you liked it, if
0: it was a collection. Oh no, you okay. can have you can have collections on there, but you can't one. I'm just saying one thing can't count for more than one thing. Is what I'm saying.
2: Okay, got it. Like, okay. you, like you can't right. say I did not that. take
0: that into account. You can't. You can't say like. I don't think you can use like Dr. Mario and like Metroid as two different games that are in the NES online service. I think that's one entity in itself. I had to pad out the games that, <laughs> that I played this year a little bit somehow. But, well, uh, I mean, yeah. you can use, you could use Pulling like, it. you could use demos and stuff if you had to. I feel like if you played it in some way, you can use it on there. But, uh, number 10, who wants to do their number 10? I'll do my number 10 first since you guys it. haven't done it yet. Uh, actually, number 10 was, like, my hardest one to to get, to figure out. Because I had so many different things. I was like, well, I could go this way, I could go this way. But I decided to go with, uh, Phantasy Star 1. The Sega Ages Fantasy Star. That's my number one oh, wow. game of the year. Mostly because I really like the way that they've remade it. And I like... I don't know, I feel like they've made the game a lot more playable and a lot more fun. And I like that there's maps on it now. And I'm excited for them to do more stuff. I'm actually more... I, I would actually kind of like to wait on the Sega collection now in hopes that there's more Sega Ages versions of those games. And I'd rather buy them in that version than playing the old one again in a big collection. So I well, feel that was like definitely... like the way that Ages is Sega backwards. Well, that too. But I mean, I it's it's like, it, it reminds me a lot of like playing Dragon Quest 1 on Game Boy, like the re-release of it. You know, where it's like, you get like random attack. there's like random battles, like less random battles. You make more... You make more experience now. You get more money now. So you don't have to grind as much as you originally did. And it makes it less difficult. And plus, like, the mapping mechanic for, like, going through those dungeons really, really helps a lot. And I like that a lot in there. Because otherwise I could... Because I was in this one dungeon that has, like, five fucking floors to it. And if I did not have a map for that, I don't know how... There's no way I would have been able to get out of there. Ever. Because I kept falling into these pits that, like, would knock me down to another level. And I was, like, five levels beneath, like, the regular level. And I would have never found my my way out of there without, like, putting my head through a wall or something, you know? So I really like how they've made the game, like, more playable and fun. And and it's, uh, I don't know, I kind of looked as my top ten. It's almost like my Desert Island top ten. Like, what are, like, ten games that I would take with me if I could only take ten games from this year, I guess, yeah. which I guess that would be the way to look at it, but... That's one that I... I mean, I haven't fully beaten it yet. I put about, like, three hours into it, but I really want to play through the rest of it, and I really had a great time playing it, so... So that's my number 10. Who's so that next? was
1: the... Once again, that was the Sega Ages version
0: of... Um, that was Sega Fantasy Ages Star. Fantasy so Star the 1. Ma-
1: that yeah. was the remake of the Master System game, or the enhanced...
0: Yes, that's the remake of the Master System game, Fantasy Star. Cool. Is my number one. And uh, and also... Uh, Whenever you say your game, I'd say like say like how much hours you think you've put into it, if you know, or okay. if or if you've beaten it, you know. It seems fair. Yeah. What do you guys got for number ten?
1: For my number ten, yeah, I said Nintendo Labo.
0: Oh, okay. All Nintendo
1: right. Labo was my number ten, and I'm, I'm I was right there with you, Trey. Ten was a hard one. It's hard there one were a lot of do, games right? that were yeah. competing for that that tenth spot because. I could have done a top 15
0: easily. I could have and done, I yeah. I could have done top 25 too. <laughs> so, so 10,
1: 10 was where it was like, all right, well it's gotta be on the list, but there's all these other things that I wish could be on the list. But I chose Labo piano because, well Labo, but specifically the piano. Yeah. Because I haven't completed this thing, but I already put a couple of hours into it. It was, uh, it was a fun project to do with someone else. I, I did it with a, a friend at the time, like, and we worked on it together and it, it was totally that Nintendo mentality of like yeah. it's a couch co op, but it's a creative couch co op for sure. Yeah. So uh, and then I would say I played it at least three hours because I played around with that piano for a lot, especially like, messing around with the waveforms, yeah. and you know <laughs> the custom waveforms and all that. You yeah, could, yeah. And I had a lot of fun with this the whole Labo thing because it really, you know, it, it was almost well, it was a year after the Switch was released, but mm. it just kind of proved that the Switch has got a lot of things up its sleeve still. Yeah. And the IR camera specifically was a big part of that yeah. because that's the whole basis of the Labo. But there's still some stuff we, we haven't seen yet that the Switch might have to offer as far as its unique, you know, play mechanics. And, you know, it, it's even especially like if they chose to incorporate the IR camera in some sort of RPG or some sort of like a monster collection kind of game where you can, you know, something like a, uh,
0: what was that game where you
1: could use CDs back in the day to like generate new characters and stuff.
0: Like, oh yeah. It was monster rancher. Is that what it was called? Yeah, yeah. I think so.
1: Yeah. But I mean, they yeah. could do something like that by just like scanning an object with the, with the thing or like, uh, you know, when you you could design your own tracks and the motorcycle thing, which I never did, but I heard about it. Um, you could, what if they, you could do that in Mario Kart, which mm-hmm. we mentioned before, but yeah. what if you could just literally draw what you wanted your course to be, scan it with the, the, the camera. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of potential in, um, the Labo still. And I know it wasn't, I don't think Nintendo got the response they wanted out of it for sure, but it's still pretty cool. And I, I like that piano still, like I look at it every day and I'm like, <laughs> man, I'm still like amazed by how well that thing works.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, Labo definitely was a really cool, like, completely out of nowhere Nintendo type thing, and I love putting it get together. But it just after that, I just didn't touch it, you know, and that's kind of why. And I really thought about putting Labo on the list too, but I was just like, mm. I just didn't touch it. I had it to after throw put it on there just because, but it, it was, was so much so fun. To, it, yeah, for sure, and it, and it
1: utilized like those, like, like I was saying, those those hidden Switch features that we've barely seen. Yeah. we haven't seen the camera use anything else as far as I know but it's there.
0: One two switch. Yeah, it was just kind of cool when they, <laughs> oh, that's they right, came one, out to switch.
2: to look at your switch and go, I've had this thing for a year. I didn't know it could do that.
0: Yeah. It was really neat the way it like yeah, the way it would the reflective tape that you put on there that it interacts with and all that. It just shows that that they got some geniuses over there at Nintendo. It it didn't seem to go off go out uh, or take off as much as you would expect it to, mm-hmm. but it's still definitely a unique thing of the year for
1: sure. And I think it still has potential for the homebrew scene and a lot of times like that stuff takes a few years to catch on. So it may be a few years before we see Labo really taking off and or maybe it already is and it just hasn't crossed into my field of vision yet personally. Mm-hmm. But I think it's cool that I've got a cartridge of it, so I'm not gonna lose it. You know, sure. got it yeah. permanently on my Yeah a, in a cartridge form and um I've got some I've still got a couple of models to build and the ones I built so far were cool.
0: And if, and if like the world ends in the future and we're just stuck here with nothing to do, we can at least like write songs on our labo piano. Yep. You know, at least you'll have that <laughs> for, for when do you live in tubes and all that? You can't, I can't podcast anymore. Uh, <laughs> is, is that a, is that enough for labo?
1: That's enough for labo.
0: All right. What do you got for 10? Do you have to rework your list over there, John? <laughs> Not till later. Uh, the
2: number ten is Arcade Archives Punch Out.
0: Punch Out. I thought okay. that
2: it was figured that'd yes. be in there. Yeah, I thought it was really cool because I'd never tried the arcade Punch Out before. Yeah, and um, just to get to try the first Punch Out. Um,
0: Body blow. Yeah, <laughs> hear a <laughs> lot of the
2: inventory voiceover <laughs> yeah. over and over again. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I spent a good, probably two or three days really uh, getting into it and. Yeah, you know, I I put it in there as number ten as more as like a historical, sure aspect. Uh, you know, it's not a game that I return to mm. again and again, but to see where Punch Out started is very cool.
0: For sure, yeah, and you can play it vertical if you have your you try one or your flip grip. Did you ever get a flip grip, Jeremy, or did you ever order one?
1: I have not gotten one. No.
0: Oh, uh, do you have interest in one?
1: Yeah, I'd like to get one eventually. Yeah. I mean, I've I've had my eye on it. I just haven't really. Like, right now I've got, yeah, that Donkey Kong game and um, the pinball and then uh, Ikaruga. Those are all games that would work yeah. well with it.
0: There's a lot of, actually, a lot of the stuff from SNK is flip grip worthy also. Because a lot of those games are vertical, have, like, vertical screens, weirdly enough. So, they a lot of them work for that. But, yeah, no, that's another cool thing that you could use the vertical screen for, for body blow. But there was also a way for them to do, you know, they did it. Verti- they did it like uh, horizontal also, you know, where they put one on the side. That's how I played it for the most part because I wanted to capture it. But... but yeah, that was an interesting one. It's, uh, it's a lot different than, the, than, of course, the ones that we've already played. But it's that weird in-between between like the NES one and the Super Nintendo one.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I remember that game personally from back in the day. Like just watching other people play it and being... Really like intrigued by it, and then playing other versions later, and remembering like that's not the version. It was always like Tengen Tetris. Like I had seen it before I actually played the Tetris on NES, and I was like, wait a minute, I saw something else. Yeah, <laughs> Tetris was different. And for years, I couldn't remember. I didn't understand why I remember Tetris differently.
0: Yeah, because yeah, they were the different. They were the different ones. All right. Well, on to number nine then. Right. So- number nine. <laughs> number 9. Um my number I we'll just stay in the same order. It'll be me Jeremy John since that's what we established it. Um my number 9 is Horizon Chase Turbo, which is that racing game that I just got a couple weeks ago. I've actually been playing the shit out of that game over break or over Christmas time and it's a lot of fun. Um uh, it's really hard for me to find an arcade racing game that I actually really really like and this one just like hit the nail on the head like big time. And it was exactly like it controls really, really good. Like it's a lot of fun to play. There's a lot of races to do. Like I haven't beaten it yet. Like it's super long. There's a lot of races in it. Um, apparently when you beat the game, you get an outrun mode, which I haven't gotten to yet, but I'd really like to get to. But it's literally
1: called outrun mode.
0: Uh, it's called like endless chase. I think it's called endless chase is what it's called, but or no, not endless, but it is, it's basically outrun mode is what it is cuz you're getting cuz you're getting chased by the cops and all that and there's different pathways. But yeah, no, I've I've been having a lot of fun with it. It's really fun to play. Like it's super beautiful. Like the the soundtrack's really good. Like uh it's really smooth. Like I like I like playing it and like uh you know, passing guys and and it's and there's lots there's lots of races on there you unlock cars for like getting for getting first places in all the races of of different countries and you unlock the countries as you go and you also need like a certain amount of points to unlock the countries so it's kind of like what you're saying with um the, Thumper Thumper yeah it's kind of like Thumper where you have to we have to like do so well to unlock later stuff like you get to the point about when you get through about like the first three or four countries you'll have to go back and like do better to get a higher score to unlock the later countries. But there's probably like ten different countries in there. And there's also multiplayer, there's online multiplayer. There's um there's like a Grand Prix mode, like like Mario Kart where you can just play through the races just straight up instead of going from one to another. There's also like uh these little blue chips that you collect for extra points in there. You also have to collect gas while you're while you're racing, which I thought was an interesting addition. Like you have to like there's little gas tokens that you collect. And if you don't get enough of them, you'll run out of gas and lose the race. But another cool thing about that is like, you can run out of gas, but you can hit your booster and you can still keep going for as long as you have your nitro boost left. So there were a couple times where I still won the race without, without any gas. So I thought that was pretty rad. Or if somebody like runs into you and pushes you forward across the like finish line, you still win and all that. So there's a lot of cool, like extra tricks in there. And There's like you know, there's like rain. There's like uh, races in the rain. There's races in the snow. Like you know, in the desert. Like uh, like on the on like the bridge, on like the Golden Gate Bridge and all that. And it's just kind of all over the place. There's all sorts of different cool looking uh, races. Like you race through Egypt and there's like the Sphinx and all that in the background. And it looks really pretty and it's a lot of fun to play. Like I've really been enjoying that. So I put that I put it on number nine, even though it hasn't yeah, been I'm, out for that I'm long. But I really like it. It hasn't
1: been out that long you've got it on there that makes me want to check it out even more is it a it's a fairly
0: it's, affordable game right it's 20 bucks is what it is it's yeah, cheap enough but it's not it's by it's not a cheap it's not a it's not a short game by chance like it's totally worth the 20 dollars. like there's a lot to do in it and i've already put about six hours into it then i'm probably like maybe halfway through the the regular single player mode which is pretty fucking long for a racing game you know but there's a lot of races in there. There's also each uh, each uh, country has its own like special race that you do where you unlock an upgrade for your car and it works for all of your cars. So you do like con- you will upgrade upgrade your car as you go. So that's cool. And there's you know you get you get extra cars for like completing the Grand Prix stuff. You get cars for uh, completing the regular single player, and you also get cars for like getting firsts and everything. And there's also like getting the first and collecting all all of the blue chips as well. So you get cars for that. So there's a lot of cars to unlock in there. And, um, yeah, and I've just been having a lot of fun with it. There's different, you, know, you can do different paint jobs. It reminds me a lot of, did you ever play Top Gear Rally for Nintendo 64? It kind of reminds me, like, of that game.
1: I know the game, but I haven't played it.
0: Yeah. And, well, it, it like, some of the courses kind of remind me of that, I guess, a little bit. But you could fully customize your cars in that, and you can't do that in this. But it reminds me of, like, a mix of that and OutRun. But, like, super fast. It's definitely really fast. It it's really fast and the turns are really quick. So it's you gotta be you gotta be on your toes for it. And it's it's just a blast to play. And I just haven't I haven't got bored with it yet. So I put it I put it on there as my number nine. Number nine. Number nine. What do you got, Jeremy?
1: For number nine. I had to go back and make sure this game came out this year because I,
0: I guess it came out so early.
1: <laughs> it came out pretty early. Uh Night in the Woods.
0: Oh yeah, I thought about putting that one on there. But uh, I didn't put it on there just because it's so much a walking simulator. It was the only thing. But I do like that game. It <laughs> is
1: definitely a walking simulator, but I don't know. I really like the art of it, especially the art. And I liked the uh, the fact that you're a cat. And even though you're in a world of anthropomorphic creatures, like the fact that you're a cat, you still act like a cat. So you climb along the uh, yeah <laughs> the uh, the electrical lines and stuff to get from place to place, and you know you're just like you can jump high and land on your feet from all this far distances and all that, so it was a cool game and of course it, it dealt with some heavy issues. Um it gave you a protagonist that was not completely likable. Which you know that's that's kind of the tr- it's kinda of become a trendy thing in some mm-hmm. indie games to like to it, just like it has been in indie films for years and films in general they'll have like a not completely redeemable lead character. Yeah, yeah. So you get that with uh with May. And she just kind of seems like she's just sort of like a—I don't know. She just like leaves a trail of like destruction behind her, so to speak, with the things she's done in her life. But it's really not that big of a deal as you learn more about her. You know, you kind of learn she's more like a lot of a lot of us, and it's kind of cool that the things she's sort of been flipping out over in her own like thoughts and like overanalyzing her. I mean, they're a big deal, but. They're not like I don't know. They're not like the end of things for her. So Needless to say, this was a great game. I played it all the way to the end. I didn't I never wanted to stop playing. I never got bored of it. Yeah. And Did that's you... a sign of a good game for me mm. if I want to see it through to the end without any question.
0: Sure. Have you So I don't know how
1: long it takes to beat it. Two right. or three hours. It couldn't have been very long, but I feel like it was I played like all the way through
0: it. I feel like it was like yeah. six or seven, I think to to get through it. Have you thought about going, coming going back to it because you know you can play it different ways? Cuz you remember way back when we did the episode on this with Janet and I had done like we had all done different stuff. Like I like you guys like I think Janet did the knife fight, like I never did the knife fight. And I found like the garbage island, like you guys didn't find that. Like yeah, I did
1: the knife fight as well.
0: Like there is more stuff to do if you choose different people to hang out with or go different ways and and it's you know there there's more to it, you know would you ever feel like returning to it?
1: maybe I mean it's been out almost a year already because it was an, it was an early release I think mm-hmm. it came out in February
0: yeah, it was an early release
1: um I mean it was out before that on other platforms, but for the switch specifically it came out on, um let's see what, what does it say here uh February first
0: yeah it was re- it was really early yeah I thought about I thought about putting that one on there too. Like I said, it, I could have easily done like a top 25 because so much stuff came out last year that I really liked. And and it's not that I didn't like that game. I did like it. I just, you know...
1: It almost didn't make my list, and then it was almost 10. Yeah. And then when I finally picked Labo
0: as my 10, I
1: realized Night in the Woods needed to be above that because it made more of an impact on me. Sure, yeah. Uh, as a game and as like a piece of art, you know, you're right that it's kind of a walking simulator and I think I'm also right in saying that it like has a lot of like the, what you might call the trendy indie elements of mm-hmm. the year of like dealing with depression and you, you know making your own way in the world and sure. lots of like kind of existential crises and stuff. But mm. I still found it yeah. very enjoyable. I like that the main character was a cat. I liked <laughs> that you could play bass in like a music game yeah, with you your, band. your band. And, yeah. And it was like a like a a, a progressive metal kind of thing. Like it wasn't like mm. just straight up like pop music or whatever that it might have been so i don't know i mean i do know
0: i mean that right in the woods yeah. number nine <laughs> that that was definitely i would say that's definitely one of my favorite probably some of my favorite music of the year was uh die anywhere else that song is like uh-huh. so it's so catchy especially if you listen to like all the different versions that people have done with lyrics in them like with actual bands and all that which I put on our Night in the Woods episode, you know, go back and listen to that if you haven't listeners. But, uh, yeah, it's so, it's so fucking catchy. And it was, and I ended up putting it on my indie episode as well for WRT radio. But yeah, I, I remember you, and I remember on the episode, you saying, uh, that it all kind of hit home, especially the, uh, especially the band practice stuff <laughs> when you, when yeah. you went home and you had to do that, you know, so, so yeah, definitely. I, uh, yeah, I support that. I support that decision for number nine, Night in the Woods. Janet would be uh, upset about that because she didn't like that game, but it's fine. I liked it; it was a good. Game. I mean,
1: I didn't like it enough <laughs> to put it in the top five, but sure. it definitely needed to be in my top ten.
0: Yeah, yeah. What do you got for number nine? My number nine is Bandersnatch. Hey, that's not a game for the Switch. <laughs> it's not a Nintendo game. That's a, and well, I guess you could technically say it's a Nintendo game because you can play it on Wii U. Is that is that you could, how you, you want it? You could play it on Wii. There we go. You could play it on Wii and I, Wii U at the, at I the moment. Thinking. I could yeah.
1: I couldn't play it on my Chromecast. I will say that it maybe I had to play it on. I didn't try to do it on the PS4. Maybe I should have done
0: that. Yeah, yeah. I, I played it on PS3, but you, I'm sure you can play it on your Wii U if you really want to. So I guess I can allow that, even though it's technically not a Nintendo game, but it, but it can't be played on a Nintendo system. So I guess it qualifies as much as Fantasy Star One Sega Aegis does or whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Um, um
1: Don't you mean Bandisty snatch One?
0: <laughs> yeah, so I, I enjoyed it. Um there, we've already talked about it earlier in this episode, so
2: Got it, okay. Yeah, so I enjoyed it. Yeah. For those reasons. <laughs> the thing that I liked about it that made me include is that, you know, after after it came out and I went back to work and like everybody was talking about it, you know. It's kind of a little social thing or I think people are still talking about it a little bit. And, uh, it's just kind of cool, you know, I have, I have a little water cooler moment where everybody saw this cool, uh, I don't want to say it's a new thing, but it's a sort of a modern twist on, on, uh, you know, all the old FMV games. Yeah. It was kind of a um, Netflix
1: version of, uh, me and red dead. Like I wanted to sort of like connect with people <laughs> yeah. and like, it was cool that I could in that regard. Sure. Yeah. yeah. The zeitgeist and all that. Yeah. Because I've seen it all. I've seen Bandersnatch mentioned all over Facebook and yeah. Twitter, and you know I've seen it on Reddit, of course, and like it's just all over the place. Like people reacting to Bandersnatch and yeah. like, what does it mean and
0: I just what does wish, it apply? I just wish that all those people who reacted to Bandersnatch would go by the Late Shift because that's better than Bandersnatch. <laughs> and if you would have played it, you would have put it on your top ten too. I'm sure. I thought it was. Mu- I thought it was much better. See, I, I played them back to back. I played Bandersnatch and then and then uh, the late shift so it was very much like comparing one to one to the other and Jess and I both agreed that it was much better than banner snatch but banner snatch number 9 for john <laughs> that works you can play it on you can play it on 3DS even probably it's too bad there's no netflix on the switch yet you could totally play it on there if there was netflix on that hulu should up their game and do some fucking uh, some choose your own adventure stuff you could do that on on the switch all right number 8 Number eight. <laughs> number eight. I'd uh, yeah, I should. I'm, I've gone over this list so many times in my head. I should have this memorized by now. Number eight is the Nintendo Online Service. This is my choice for that. Okay. And, and by the Nintendo Online Service, I mean the NES games that are available through getting the Nintendo Online Service. That is number my eight for eight bits. Nice. That is my number eight. Yeah, I never really thought about eight for eight bits, but yeah, no. I've put, uh, combined between the Japanese version and the the American version, I think, I've I've put like 13 hours into it.
1: So what are we doing uh, about our overlaps? I'll just mention it, but
0: I won't talk about it. Well, I figured you guys have those in there as well, but you'll probably have it higher. Yeah. But, you know, we'll just explain to light. I like it, of course, because uh, you get access to all of these NES games, like some of them that you would never, ever play or buy, you Mm -hmm. know, like... uh, Like, the Pro Wrestling, I would never pay for that game. Or, like, Mighty Bomb Jack, I would never pay for that game. Or Solomon's Key, you know, who would buy that stuff? But it's nice to have those on there to play with.
1: I mean, if the price was right, I might buy it for two bucks.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, but now you don't have to. You pay $20 a year, and you get all these games. And I think the release of that was definitely a big thing for us. And we could play it online. Like, we played ice hockey together. That was a lot of fun, you know. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, I know John's Addiction to Dr. Mario and all that. And Wario, Wario Woods and...
1: I do wish we played more of the NES Online, to be honest. No. We haven't done that much.
0: Well, we it. can do more. We can do more of it, course. Should. and course. Uh, and not just because, uh, speaking of our Nintendo main podcast show, that was our number one most downloaded episode of this year was when the Nintendo Online Service launched. That was like the really? most downloads we got. That was our most popular episode of the year. And that's not why I picked it. I picked it just because, you know, the NES games and, and uh, you know, it's great. Number eight for me. It's probably higher for you guys, but... Well, you know, mm-hmm. well, that's part of the fun here. What do you got for number eight, Jeremy? I won't say a whole lot of it because I'm sure you guys would say more for the NES. All
1: right, for number eight, I'm going to say, and let me finish here: Mario Tennis Aces.
0: Oh wow! Okay, the surprise of the demo year
1: version.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh, you're going to be all, you're going to be all, uh, caddy or whatever you call that. I'm not
1: caddy. Am <laughs> not being caddy? Yeah. But I did think that as far as, like, of all the demos Nintendo's released for the free play, it was my favorite. Um, it was really well-rounded, and um, it really lets you get into the game. I think it was also released early enough before the game came out that it created the proper amount of hype. Because when the game actually came out, I'm going to be honest. It,
0: you didn't like the game. On,
1: it's yeah. more an honorable mention ta- territory. Mm. Not, to, not to ruin anything, but... But the demo itself was really good. Yeah. The Demo was great. I think it was handled really well. That it was just the tournament mode, and everybody was on the same plane at that point. Yeah. So of course that is affecting me too. But I'm not being catty. But I but I am also saying like I did like when we were more on the same playing field, which is everybody that was playing online. You know,
0: but a lot of good. people were trying yeah. for the first
1: time. <laughs> yeah. And we were like just like learning how to play together, and I had a really good time with that. So I definitely need to include the demo. The game itself, I did buy, and um, I really like it. But spoiler alert, it's not my top ten. The demo, beat it up.
0: <laughs> but the demo is available in the game. <laughs> I mean, you, everything you can do in the demo, you can do in the game. I know. It's just everybody's better now.
1: <laughs> i a, know yeah. but you know i just wanted to be very specific about it because i think i probably spent okay. more time with the demo online than i did right. with the uh the actual
0: game online we're breaking all the rules here we got netflix stuff in here we got demos in here this list is out of control already i knew it was hey, gonna a
1: demo's allowed it's it's uh, a demo of the actual game. sure so.
0: i never said that demos weren't allowed well i did say they were allowed to john so i did say that earlier so um yeah uh, do this on
1: my list like a while ago. This yeah. I actually like had a I had a lot of you were arguments really... in my head with like do I do I do actually do this because, but I had so much fun when we recorded like we record ourselves playing the demo and stuff together. Yeah. Like I just had so much fun with that, yeah. and like by the time the game came out, I was a little disappointed with it. Yeah. But the demo was so fun.
0: Yeah, that I bought the game. That is that is true. I did have a lot more fun with the demo than I did with the actual game, but. I mean, spoilers, Mario Tennis Aces is not in my top 10. But I do think that it's a good game and I feel like they've really improved it a lot over the over the over the year. And I feel like it's something that people need to return to if they didn't like it at the very beginning. I feel like you need to give it a try again because they fixed a lot of the things that we bitched about when it first came out. So, especially in the single player mode, like now you can restart whenever you want. You can like you can like make your you can basically make your uh Whatever you call it, your special bar, like infinite, to beat to beat guys that you're stuck <laughs> on and stuff like that. So, makes it a little bit better to play. They've actually added more single player content, also as well. Like they've added to it, like for free. So, plus not to mention like the online, the online like co op stuff that you can do now, and they're still adding characters and all that. So they've still been giving love to the game. That's all I'm saying. Like it's, I think it's worth an out more mention for sure. And it's a. Like I said, this my list this year is a lot different than I thought it was going to be. There's a lot of things that are omitted in there that you would think that would be in there that aren't at all. So, yeah, it's going to be a different list this year. But, yeah, uh, I like it. I like own.
1: that we had a year like that,
0: though, where our lists yeah. are
1: highly divergent Yeah, that's and even I th- surprising to ourselves once we look
0: at them. Yeah, well, I think that's what makes this episode interesting. Hopefully, everyone who's listening thinks that. What do you got for number eight, John? I got Katamari. Damacy reroll the demo version. <laughs> uh, there you go, <laughs> the first level. That was a game. Well, I'll, I'll do it at the end of the show. But I wanted to do something about like what was a game that we wish we would have played last year that we didn't, and that was one that I wish I would have got. There was just too many games that came out at once. I just couldn't do it. You know yeah. that that I, one came out like... like the, the game. I, mean, I, I love the original PS2 game. Yeah,
2: I'm going to get re- a reroll, but all I've played is the demo. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's that's cool, I mean it definitely has the fun of the original game and the music and all that and weird controls. is there anything more you you want to say about the demo sorry I didn't mean to cut you off there
2: oh no um yeah it's it's i think for for people who who haven't played the original for whatever reason you know it's enough to get you an idea of, of what the game is and maybe get you interested but uh yeah i, I just I think they cleaned up the, the game nice it looks like a, a modern game yeah, I think the graphics of the original, um, being stylized as they were, you know, they look great still to this day, Um, and uh, I just love the characters
0: and the humor of the game, I can't wait to play the full version. Yeah, for sure, it's, uh, I'd like to play it too, it just, it came out at the wrong time, (laughs) it came out with uh, Smash Brothers and a million other things, and and like...
1: I think it's also worth noting that it's got the music in it that'll, like, hook you. Like oh, it has yeah, a, of course. The, the original it. theme is in the demo version, so.
0: Yeah, and the opening yeah. with the dancing. You can download the yeah.
1: Katamari theme for free if you want.
0: Yeah, and cool. the opening with the dancing pandas and all that, it's its all in there, you know. So you get that that full weird intro. So it's worth, worth noting. All right. Number seven of the Number list. Number seven. I thought this one was uh, I thought this was cool because uh I just read US gamers top 20 games of the year and their number 7 and my number 7 are the same game. What about that? Nope. And I had already come up with them before I saw that. So, we had one thing in common in our in our list. Uh my number 7 game is Dead Cells for the Nintendo Switch, which Damn. is also which is also their number 7 game. Dead Cells was my was my Christmas game. Like, I basically played that game a lot when I was uh, at my mom's house. When I was at Jess's grandma's house, I like Dead Cells because you don't really kind of what I like about it is you can just play it whenever. Like, you don't really need to know where to go because everything's kind of like, I mean, you have to start over a lot, but but there's it's it's such a weird I don't know it's such a weird beast. It's kind of hard to just, just to describe it. You basically you you know you you play these randomly generated areas, but um, as you progress through the game, you actually do unlock stuff that help you get through those areas quicker, and you do get stuff that helps you warp from one area to another. But you can still, like, you, can, you know, you can play it in different ways. You can go through and collect, and collect cells from killing all the characters, which cells are pretty much, like, your experience points. You, you use those to, like, give yourself more potions to use, which you always have, or give yourself new weapons, which you'll always get, or you can make it to where like, you have random weapons when you come back to life, blah, blah, blah. And I just, the game... For as for as much as it sounds like something that I would never like and ended up being something that I really, really liked, I think that was part of what made it on the list for me. You know, it's because just like it surprised you. Yeah. Well the description of it sounds like something that I would hate, like uh Metroidvania, you know, whatever procedurally generated type of game where you die all the time and you never really get anywhere. It feels like something that I wouldn't like. But the game is actually incredibly addictive to play. Because every time you play it, unless you really, really suck, every time you play it and die, you've gained something. So you're still progressing, even though you're not really getting anywhere. You are getting somewhere, and that's so your kind character
1: of, becomes stronger over time.
0: Yeah, it does. But and that's basically what's. I think that's what made it so addicting to me. Is like, you know, you play and then you get and you'll get like so much, so much of these cells that you'll use to unlock more stuff. And then you want to go again. You'll be like, all right, well, what am I going to get on the next one? Or and you'll get to the point where like your runs will be like forty five minutes an hour or, like over an hour or whatever and they will be like these epic runs, and then when you and then when you die you you know, it sucks. But but each like in between each of the level sets there's a check in point where you basically, give them all your cells and stuff and that's how you do all the upgrading. That's the way the game goes. But yeah, you you have to you co- you collect blueprints that you have to turn in there and you get dead cells that you put in. You get cells that you put into a put into, like, unlocking whatever you got the blueprint for. And there's also bosses that when you beat them, you get specific abilities that will help you warp around the game to get from where one area to another quicker. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's just weird, like, how addictive the game has been for me, and I just uh, really had a great time playing it. And I think I've already put, like, I think I already put, like, uh, over 10 hours into it, you know, and I haven't really had it for that long. So that was kind of a surprise one, because I wasn't really into it at the beginning, especially with all the... Uh, Controversy for my chin and all that. I was kind of like, ah, no, I'll pass on that one. But and normally games that a lot of people like, I I tend to not care about because you know I don't know. I just try to go away from wherever the masses go, just out of because a lot of a lot of times people like stupid stuff. But it turns out the Dead Cells is actually a good game, so that was a surprise for the year for me that I ended up liking it as much as I did, even enough to put it on put it on my top ten.
1: That makes me like a lot more interested in playing it.
0: Yeah, and it's and I even told you I watched Twitch streams of it and I thought it looked dumb, but I think you have to actually play it. Like you have to play, it. you have to play my copy of it. But um, it's yeah, it's it's one of those games that like you just want to. It's just you want to go through it multiple times and and I've gotten to the point where I'm kind of stuck on a boss, but I can go back there and, and then maybe I'll go back there with a different thing that I'm that I'm putting cells into and maybe it'll be a little bit easier, you know. Even though I'm going to the same boss again. I'll be building on my character in some way. Like, you, you'll you get a different... You'll get, like... There's, like, one called Vampirism, where you, like, get some of your life back from hitting the other character, you know? Like, stuff like that. So maybe that'll help me. Or I'm really close to getting, like, more potions. Like, you start off only being able to use one potion, and then you get to, like, using two potions, and then I'll be able to use three. So I'll be able to get farther, you know? And then, of course... You know, as you go, you unlock you 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 like build your health meter fairly quickly, like as you're playing through the game, also, and that has to do with it. Plus, to mention like not to mention like what what kind of weapons you get, like what level of weapon it is to use for whatever. But it's just uh, it's highly addictive, and it's been a lot of fun. So that's my number seven. Same as same as a uh, US gamers number seven. What I just found out today, I did not copy off them at all. I just found that cool that we had the same number seven in our in our list. The only one that was the same, I think. But yeah, what do you guys got for number seven?
1: Number seven, uh, I picked Fortnite.
0: Oh, I really? Fortnite. <laughs>
1: Fortnite is a game that we played a lot. Um, we, we did play when Fortnite. Came out.
0: And Fortnite was also, it was very much in, in my running for the top ten. I just didn't go with it in the end.
1: I think Fortnite is kind of not quite in the same vein of Dead Cells for you. But for me, it was a pleasant surprise. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I would like it that much. And uh, to be honest, you know, it's not, it's not like the actual gameplay and stuff isn't like my favorite, but it was so cool playing, especially with you, Trey, and playing like when we had like teams and stuff. And oh, for sure. John, you played with us a couple times, like uh, mm-hmm. just being like interacting with your friends in a physical 3D space like that, like even if it's not like the most fun game in the world, like you're still having a great time, like, hey, we all exist in this same spot and like. We're all doing these things that affect each other and like it just it was a lot of fun. And uh and so especially being free. I, I dropped what was the battle pass? It was like ten bucks.
0: Yeah, I think it's I think so it's I, like seven. I, or I eight. did end up spending yeah.
1: whatever that was for a battle pass um one time. Mm, but for the most part this game was free. And i I played it I think I've played it over thirty hours on my Nintendo Switch thing, so mm-hmm. um just having like for a while there when we weren't playing multiplayer, I would just go in and play single player matches. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, and just do the battle Royale and see how far I could get and like try to improve my skills. So the game's changed a lot, even just in the past couple of months. And we haven't really played it in multiplayer, but I'll play it um, again though. I, I have, I have to include it in my 2018 games of, you know, my top 10, because mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time with it. Sure. Like I said, over 30 hours and, uh, it was free, and you know it definitely legitimized the Switch. A lot of games legitimize the Switch for sure, but it legitimized the Switch as a, like a mainstream thing, like a, a cross-platform thing. Because you know they ended up releasing a, a Fortnite version of the Switch. Yeah, it was so popular once it came <laughs> to the did, Switch, yeah. like
0: at a Switch. That's bundle. that's pretty huge. That no, for sure. Yeah, which, which so is...
1: for for what it's done for the Switch and how it's brought to the Switch to the main. Like, help bring the Switch to the mainstream, like, the the forefront of the mainstream consciousness, I should say. Because, like, the Switch was already popular before Fortnite, but now it's, like, what's the ultimate way to play Fortnite on a console? Most people are going to say the Switch because it's popular. It's uh, not popular. Well, it is popular. But because it's portable.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's what I, I – mean, that's what I, what I said to, like, well, one of my nephews. Was like, uh, was like, oh, yeah, because I'm getting there into Fortnite, and, you know, he doesn't have a Switch, and I'm like, yeah, I got Fortnite on the Switch. You can play it portable. Like, can you do that? <laughs> on your PS4? No, no. I was... But, yeah, no, that, you're right. It was a huge deal, like, for the, for the Nintendo system to get Fortnite, especially something huge. And, and, like, right in the, in the middle of the, was in the E3, uh-huh. it was like the direct, you know, like their presentation was like, boom, Fortnite out now. It was like Fortnite, and then, like, it was like the one two punch of Fortnite, and, uh, Hollow Knight, both with mm-hmm. Knight in the name. Fortnite, I played a lot more than Hollow Knight, that's for sure. And and I did, I thought about putting Fortnite in my top ten. It's definitely, like, a lot of these that didn't make it, they'd still be in, like, the top 15 or whatever. Fortnite would definitely be, like, 11 or 12 or whatever. You know, and I do like playing it, and I'd like to play it some more. You know, I, I want to fly a fucking plane. I want to go to that plane mm-hmm. area, even though I'm sure everybody's going to the plane area now. But, yeah, I find it so interesting just how much they add to that game and how fresh they keep it. You know, that, it's amazing. Good pick,
1: and how cool seven. that it, you know that it's on all platforms and in the Switch is right up there with everybody else, like you know being relevant.
0: Yeah, and and Fortnite also Fortnite is basically, you know, they do their own thing. Like they've they've pushed Nintendo around to a point, even like you don't need the Nintendo Online service to play Fortnite, and you can also voice chat off of the fucking system for Fortnite. Yep. So. Congrats to Epic Games for that. You know, they totally Just
1: doing whatever they want to do.
0: And they fucking pushed PlayStation also into making it into making it multi console. So, you know, making it compatible with other with other Fortnites. So I mean, hey, those guys got the world in their hands right there. <laughs> they were able to tell all the big companies to do what they want to do because they're, they're like the Fortnite video games. Yeah, <laughs> they're like uh, they just have know, a drink. lot
1: of they have a lot of capital to throw behind what they do.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, they're like, hey, uh, we're in, you're in our pocket now, so do this. Yeah. And and by the and we're going to show you how much you suck at your own online service by doing a better one for free. You know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was kind of like. You know, kicking Nintendo in the ass there, being like, "Oh yeah, you want to? You want to voice chat through your system? Well, we can do it. You can totally do it. It's crazy." But yeah, congrats to uh, Fortnite for making Jeremy's number seven. Yeah, do you got Fortnite, number seven? Do you got yes.
3: Fortnite.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, you say? Got four, do you have Fortnite too, John? <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> no, no. Uh, but as uh, Jeremy was talking, I was kind of reconsidering because I, you know, I, I think I, I tend to prefer. On this looks like I got, I got, a, I got a couple games here for, for. The reason of playing online uh with with friends and family and everything and that's not to be discounted so, so i didn't get into fortnite but um you know i did appreciate that we got to play together and i had a good
0: time when we did play together hmm. um my number seven though is skyskipper okay i was wondering uh, where that one was at in there i figured that would be there somewhere
1: i actually thought about throwing skyskipper into my top yeah. 10 I've, I've been debating it so i understand yeah
3: yeah.
2: And I think it's you know as a game it's it's okay you know it's 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 not bad um, I don't think it's a classic arcade game mm-hmm. but I just think the story behind it um, you know it being a the forgotten the lost Nintendo game um, that was a surprise to me because I didn't even know about that game until like two weeks before it came out uh, and somebody reported about it oh the lost Nintendo game is coming to the Switch yeah right so so. Yeah. And I think I know everything about Nintendo, and that was a surprise to me. So I included it for that reason. I got to learn a little bit more about Nintendo that I didn't know.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, I, I had not heard of that either, and it was one of those things like, didn't like Nintendo, weren't, weren't they like the only ones that had an, an arcade version of it or something like that? Like, yeah, there was it one. Was one the supposedly,
1: one. the emulator was like ripped off. of Yeah, the copy, the one copy, the cocktail cabinet they had.
0: Yeah. That's crazy, but awesome at the same time. Yeah, I figured that would be in there somewhere. Nice, yeah. nice pick number seven. That's
1: a good pick. <laughs> also, I want to say that was the. Um, if you check out our YouTube channel, I uh, when I did, when I uh, did the 8-bit do uh, gut swap for an SNES controller, that's what I tested. I tested Skyskipper, mm-hmm. and uh, it works well with the 8-bit do controllers.
0: Mm-hmm. And you also, uh, you also did a play of uh, skyscraper on our YouTube channel, so you can find, you can watch that. Watch you uh, try, game, to, like try to try to figure uh, out how to play it. <laughs> you know,
1: I think I mentioned it before, but the sprites would have terrified me as a child. They're very detailed and kind of scary in their in a weird way. That weird
2: circus aesthetic, yeah,
1: yeah. It's almost like a Chuck E. Cheese thing. Definitely like a uncanny valley area of detail.
0: You know there's a game called Uncanny Valley on the Switch now and it's on sale. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I just I looked it, it's That's it's, Uncanny. Yeah, it's weird. I mean I'm not going to get it but <laughs> but it's still like, oh, hmm. Uncanny Valley. I hope everybody's really weird looking in that game. All right. Number 6. We're almost to our almost to our top 5 here. So, my number 6, this was probably one that I always I was always going to have it as number 6 or number 5. Um, but it is Super Mario Party is number six. I'm sure you guys knew that game was going to be in there somewhere. I've put over 20 hours into Super Mario Party and it was also the last game that I played of 2018. Jess and I played a game for me to capture, to use for the video, for the companion video of this list of my list. But, uh, yeah, Super Super Mario Party has been a lot of fun. It's a return to form for the series, I like the I like the way that it's going. I wish there were a little bit more uh, board uh, boards on there, but there is a lot to do. I like the um, I like the rhythm games. I like the I like the like the four versus the computer like uh, rafting area. Like I think that's fun. Um, the single player is so so, but all but all but Mario Party's always been about multiplayer. And uh, I like the team battle. I like the regular battle. Um, we just we just unlocked Donkey Kong and Diddy on there finally, so there's still stuff to do. Um, you know, you get these gems for completing different parts of the game. We haven't gotten all of that yet, but we still come back and play it, you know, so it's got to be on there because it's a, one of my go-to party games, you know, Jess and I, we still have it on, on like regular lo- rotation.
1: I played Mario Party multiple times.
0: Yeah. It's a, it's a good game. And I put uh, and of course I put top 100 in last year's list and I, you know, I love Mario party. Of course, of course the new Mario party is going to be in there somewhere. So that's my number six for sure. What do you got, Jeremy?
1: All right, so I was I was unsure if I should put this, but I think it counts, because it was an entirely different download, and oh, I okay. explained that in a an... <laughs> ser- series of videos I made.
0: Oh, okay. I know what you're getting at. I, I think uh, I'll uh, I'll allow it, because it did like change the whole game, right? Yep. The Minecraft Bedrock update, which is when, yeah.
1: but when uh, Minecraft finally standardized itself across all platforms, and uh, it, I don't know if it's truly cross-platform yet, but the rules became kind of the same and it also would, which is almost more notable. It, it very nearly equated itself with the PC version, which there's always yeah. been a huge divide between the PC and console versions of Minecraft. Um, I was so excited when this came out and I played the shit out of it. And I probably played about, I think I played like 20 episodes. Um, it was something like that. I made several episodes on our YouTube channel. Yeah, you and, made
0: you made you know, a lot actually. You played the crap out of that, and you kind of you...
1: giving up on it after a while. But I got attached to the world that I built, which happens in any good Minecraft play. And you so, did... because of that, I have to give that as my we're a number seven, right? We're number uh, six. This is six. Yeah, my number six definitely is the Minecraft Bedrock update. I played the uh, original Minecraft, which I did pay for. Um. I paid like 30 bucks for it or whatever. I played that for less than 2 hours, but mm-hmm. the bed, the Bedrock update I played over 30 hours. I got it for free because it was a free upgrade. But mm-hmm. once again it was a separate download. But it
0: was a completely separate thing though, right? Cuz you did have yeah. to like you yeah, I remember it was a whole there's a whole process that it was a completely different game. Like it wasn't just DLC for the one you had. You had to like re-download it. At yeah, its own Because entity, the right? actual programming
1: yeah. language is different.
0: Yeah. I guess yeah. I don't know. So that sure, counts. But... I think that counts for a new release of, of this year. I'll, I'll allow it. for but it's a great.
1: It's a great game. Uh, Thirty bucks. I think it's totally worth it on the Switch if if you're into Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've portable been... Minecraft at that level is. It's the only place you can get it. Yeah. on the Switch.
0: I've been tempted to get it to play with you online, but I just uh, if it's on if it's on sale at some point, I'll get it. There's just there's too much stuff, man. Too much stuff to get. This year, but I know uh, you had a lot of fun with it.
1: With, I did. Uh, I mean, I created a world that I got attached to, and it kept me playing for several episodes. And I can't remember. I think it was it started glitching out on some farms I built, which it, kind of despirited me, and I and I stopped playing because of that. But I, they may have since switched those glitches up. Maybe I could fix my farms, but yeah, a yeah, couple of the farms that I built didn't work and i kind of got butthurt about it and stopped playing
0: yeah because doesn't like some of the machines don't work or something like that yeah Is that what it was yeah uh-huh. yeah hopefully they fix that because i know you had a lot of fun with it and i watched some of those videos i mean i didn't watch all of them but i did watch like a good probably like half of each of those videos that you made mm-hmm. and yeah i remember you were putting up like like checklists and stuff like in your v- mm-hmm. virtual world and all that and i was like oh wow that's a interesting. I got really you into it there.
1: it was very much a uh it was like my replacement for Stardew after
0: I had gone through Stardew last year. For sure,
1: that was my that was the Stardew of this year was my Minecraft, yeah, Bedrock yeah. update playthrough.
0: Yeah, and it's a lot bigger than the update for start for uh, Stardew this year, of
1: course. Yeah, oh yeah,
0: that wouldn't. I don't know if I'd count that, but I don't know in this wishy washy world of Bandersnatch being a Nintendo game, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? What's your number six, John? My number six is the Sega Genesis Classics Collection. Oh, okay yes. I knew that would be in there but I thought it might be higher actually so I put it right in the middle um, yes. well number six
2: because so if I, I haven't played that much of it maybe it would move up a little bit higher if I'd played more than two or three hours of it um, but yeah I just think it's a great deal uh, you know again everything that I said earlier 30 bucks 50 games great presentation mm-hmm. and gives you a, a solid idea of what the, the Genesis was about
0: yeah, no, well, yeah, we talked about it a lot at the beginning, but I, I figured it would be in your top five, but I knew it'd be up there somewhere. Cool. Well, I guess we're moving on to the top five then. <laughs> Top five? I think, all, I think all these lists have been very interesting. We have not overlapped yet, but we will, I'm telling you.
1: Well, we, we haven't overlapped on the same number.
0: No, but we haven't overlapped on the same game yet, and I don't think we're going to have anything at the same time. Oh, level.
1: we have overlapped on the same
0: thing. No, we haven't yet. There's nothing. There's no games that have been on the same list yet.
1: Oh, okay, I'm just, I see what you mean. Neither of like, us have mentioned.
0: Neither, we haven't mentioned one game twice yet, is what I'm saying.
1: Okay, okay, okay,
0: okay. That's okay. what I mean by overlapped all right so top five number five yoku's island express for me uh speaking of i think a lot of the games that i put on here were stuff that was new and different to me and fresh and yoku's island express is the type of game that i never knew that i ever wanted to play because it never existed before that game came out a metroidvania pinball game what a wonderful idea it's a, I had a lot of fun with it, and it was one of those games, like you were saying for Night in the Woods. I just played it and played it and played it until I beat it, because I thought it was so much fun to play. And there was there was a free demo. I got to try out the demo. I thought that was really cool. And the game's very much like uh, you know you go from you like go from one puzzle area to another. You go from like pinball board to pinball board to pinball board, and you can walk around with your ball as well. It's not just constantly being in the pinball area, but it's a big area. You know, there's bosses, and it's a lot of fun. I just uh yeah, I just never expected a game like that and it just seemed so out of nowhere and so fresh with like with a world of way too many Metroidvania's, that was a Metroidvania that made it into my top ten of the year. <laughs> because it was so different and, and I love pinball games anyway. So it was so much fun to play. I really enjoyed it a lot.
2: I wanna see a sequel I- crossover with Pinball Quest. Add some RPG elements in there. Why not?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I was going to say I don't know who made Pinball Quest or even owns Pinball Quest now, so you probably won't have a anybody who made that game originally, but yeah, sure, why not throw some RPG stuff in there as well. Get some get some experience points for knocking for knocking those uh well, you do collect those fruits, maybe you can get some experience points for the fruits that you get. I know you got that one eventually, Jeremy. It's probably I don't know if it I did made get your that list one. and but... uh,
1: I thought about throwing it in my top ten, and, and when I did my first draft before I really went through and like got nitty gritty and made sure what games I had that were what that were released in yeah. 2018. Um, Yoku was an honorable mention because I I really like it, but I don't feel like I've justifiably played it enough to have an opinion. Sure, as a top ten game, like I've got. 10 other games that I've put more time into, I guess is For really sure. what it comes down to. But it's a great game, and it may possibly be better than something in my top 10. Like maybe if I were to revise my list here in a month, I would be like, no, throw Yoku in there. But sure. I haven't played enough of Yoku in 2018 to, to put it in my top 10.
0: I mean, that's kind of what happened to us like with Splatoon 2. Because I don't think Splatoon yeah. 2 was in either of our lists and ended up playing it a lot this year. You know, yeah. and and it, oh. should, and I would have if I could revise revise the list. I would definitely put it in there. I don't know what I'd take out, but I did. I like my. I did like my list last year a lot, though. So I don't know. I don't feel like there was any that didn't deserve to be in there or anything like that. But yeah, Yoko's Island. I beat that one. I think I put how, what, how much time did I put in that one? I think I put about six hours into it. It's not super long, but I did have a blast playing it. And there is some extra stuff to do. I did go back and try to like get some of the extra stuff. So I played around with it. Like, all of these games on my list, I played, like, in the past week. Like, I played all of them again, like, just revisit them and make sure I still like them. Oh. Even, uh, even one of them, I even, well, when we get to that, we'll talk about it. But, uh, yeah, no, I've, I've revisited all of them just to make sure that I still like them, so it's not, like, really a hype thing, you know? So I did, I did play them all again this week, and yeah, it's still a lot of fun to play. And I went around and tried to get some of the extra stuff. So there, there, and there's a whole other part in there, I guess, if you get all that. So there's more to play on it in there. But yeah, that's my number five.
1: All right. Well, my number five, I think, is where we're going to start to get to our overlaps. Okay. I know you guys both really like this game.
0: Okay. I think I know what this is. I got
1: it. I got it third out of all of us. So I'm going to bring it up. Uh, Messenger.
0: Yep. I've never heard of that game.
1: This game yet, okay. but uh, <laughs> I did recently beat the boss I was stuck on for over a month.
0: Thank God. Nice. nice. I'm glad you beat that guy.
1: And beating it was one of the most satisfying events of 2018 for me in video <laughs> yeah, games. <I> <laughs> it was a hard thing, man, and I had to like memorize his pattern and like do it right. Mm. So, uh it was a very satisfying defeat of him and I haven't gotten much further after that, but um I have to include the messenger because it feels really nice. It's good. The music's great. Yeah. The controls are tight. It feels like it feels like sh- the newest shovel Knight to me Mm -hmm. and and you know it's different it's like it's like the it's like the ninja gaiden shovel Mm night
3: um
1: it's got a lot of very different mechanics and a lot more creative elements to it i think especially i did i did get to experience the uh you know spoiler alert i got to experience being the shop manager for a little yeah for for a second there
0: (laughs) yeah i love that part
1: (laughs) so i've made it to that spot and i've gotten to see like the uh the scene where the 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 shop manager was wearing the same
0: hat that you had. Yeah, worn <laughs> yeah. that was pretty funny. He's right. like, "Why are you wearing
1: my hat?" He's
0: like, "What do you mean?"
1: <laughs> but uh, I really like the messenger, and uh, I plan on finishing it. I haven't finished it yet, but uh, man, what a, what a fantastic game, and what a like yeah. great home for it on the Switch because it's, it works really well as a portable game and yeah. as a as a game like on the big screen. It just like, looks great. It sounds great.
0: It really pops like I feel like the art style pops really well and the and the, yeah. big, the big uh, the big sprite the big like sprite characters are done really well and I like the the way the bosses look and all that it's just it just looks really nice and it just plays really nicely you know and it's yeah it's a good game. I, like, I, like I kind of
1: thought you guys would have it on your list too so I didn't want to say a lot other than mm. you know for me as far as all the games I've played this year that's the one where I've like surmounted the most obstacles that were satisfying to me to be honest
0: yeah that that one might yeah, be that might look. be on my list somewhere i don't know i don't I don't know if it's on there or not we'll see you have to see here no spoilers yeah we'll see yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah i'm just guessing i'm just guessing
0: yeah yeah what's uh what's your number five john my number five is oh uh watch out behind you it's night trap huh? i knew that one was in there somewhere it has to be you love that game I love that game. It's great. <laughs> great. And again,
2: going with my theme of you know everything old is new again, I yep. just found myself playing all these old games and being overjoyed to see these uh, rarities such as Skyskipper and, and Night Trap mm-hmm. on the Switch. Well, um,
0: the, I mean, Night Trap in itself has so much history of, of just being such a controversial game and and right. Howard Lincoln saying that it'll never be on Nintendo, and it's just love that. Commercial. I mean, the the release of Night Trap in itself, I think, was was an event. It was a 2018 event, so it was. I, it was I, cool. I approve of yeah. that choice of uh, for your top ten.
2: Thank you, thank you. And <laughs> as I said in our episode, I actually, I I legitimately enjoy the game, like not just as a historical oddity or whatever. Um, it, I think it's actually. It gets beat up a lot. People say, "Oh, the game sucks. It's stupid." No, it's a fun game. If you have two hours to spare, you know, spend fifteen bucks, get yourself Night Trap. You'll have a good time. Yeah, yeah. And if you if you like those kind of movies, it's you know right up your alley. Definitely give it a shot. Yeah, I mean and it's... the improvements. <clears throat> I should say the, the improvements that they made in this release. Um, they fix a lot of what was broken with the original release, like having being able to actually watch the video play out in real time as opposed to having a static image on the same CD version. Um, yeah, yeah, that actually makes the game more playable. So they did a great job with the re-release and then they made like a arcade mode with it where you could just capture the guys, um, so you you capture out however many you possibly could.
0: Um, yeah. Try to try to beat your record. Yeah, it does kind of, what is it? Sort of like five nights at Freddy's or like, uh, Star Fox guard where you can like look at multiple cameras at once. Like that was like an update to it. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. <clears throat> yeah. And you can like unlock a documentary as well. Like it, it was just a really yeah. nice, uh, and if you bought the physical, like the limited run version, like you could, would get like a VHS tape and all this other f- fun stuff with it too. So you yeah. get a yeah. certain, certain version. So they, they just put a lot of love into it, you know, so it's definitely mm-hmm. worth mentioning.
2: Yeah. They even put in like, um, uh, the prototype, which I haven't unlocked yet. You can um, you can unlock the prototype for, for the Night Trap game. and I thought that was cool, it was never before released. Mm-hmm. They put that on there. A lot of love put it into that
1: game. We all did purchase this game and I think we all have similar opinions in the in the fact that it's just amazing that it's on the Switch. It completely you know, the the Howard Lincoln commercial is funny, yeah. but it's just it's very surreal that this made it to the Switch and that it's this really heavily, like, uh, doted-upon version that has all these extras and, you know, all these different... There's actually a couple of different methods you can play. You know, there's different modes, so if you want to get replay value, you can try playing a different mode, like mm. the traditional versus the updated version. And
0: Sure. And it's an FMV game. Like, what else are there? Yeah. <laughs> there's no other
1: FMV games on the Switch.
0: Well, that's it's like, you know, it's kind of like... It's just as bizarre as, like, the SNK collection that I was talking about. Like, yeah. there's all this stuff that, you know, only certain people know about. But the people who do know about it, it's, like, very culty. You know, like, the people who who like it love it, you know? It's, like, that type of thing. And, it's, and I'm very happy that it's on there, even though I'm not very good at the game. But I did enjoy playing it, <laughs> you know? And I would sure. love to,
1: like, take my, you know, there's a lot of things I would do if I actually had a time machine. But one of the things I would do if I had infinite trips with a time machine would be to go back to myself and like when i was 10 or 11 and be like hey check this out younger me night trap on my nintendo
0: <laughs> Look like when well, nit- my parents
1: were talking to me about this yeah. horrible game where like a hooker gets choked to death
0: yeah show it to him like
1: guess what i have it
0: on my nintendo yeah. we gotta play it when we're adults <laughs> you only gotta hey, wait- guess what
1: else we can eat ice cream while we do it <laughs>
0: yeah you only, get, you only gotta wait like 30 years kid but you'll get there <laughs> we'll do it or, I actually yeah. played Night Trap
2: again Over Christmas break at my sister's house I just thought, you know, my sister likes likes The same kind of movies and stuff that I do And I said, check this out, you'll like it mm-hmm. Oh, and, you played uh, it
1: while she was watching?
2: Yeah, so we played it for cool. a, I don't know, Like a good 20 minutes or something like that Did you make it all the but, way through? Uh, Did you beat it? No, nah, no, nah, I've never beat it before mm. never beat it before um, Well, you should, yeah, that, that's your New I Year's should.
0: resolution right now should beat it. I know. Actually, I know. yeah. I mean, it's not a resolution, but I'm planning on beating all of the stuff that's on my list. Of course, I'm planning on finishing all of them because they're very enjoyable. You know, the ones, the ones, that, the couple I have, but you know, the ones that I haven't, I'd like to finish for sure. But yeah, no, you should definitely try to do that. I thought you'd beat it because you knew like the ending and like the extra trap and all that, or maybe you just watched it on YouTube.
2: I watched it on YouTube. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty hard game to beat. You got to get like ninety something of guys captured. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
0: but uh, you can, I, I think you can do it in like 40 minutes though. Right. Like it's, it's not, yeah, long. you can
2: beat the game pretty quick.
0: Yeah. Like under an hour. Yeah. You should definitely do that. If you can, uh, yeah, you, know. you should definitely put that on your list, put that on your backlog. I should, or I should.
2: Yeah. Like playing it again over Christmas and then again, watching Bandersnatch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It kind of inspired me to go back and give it a shot again. So it's been on my mind.
0: Cool for sure. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully, we'll we'll have some Night Trap updates in the future. Then, if you get to play that, I'd like to. I'd like Night to, Trap well into twenty twenty. Yeah, I, I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to finish that game too. So I'm hoping to play it, Play it more at some point. I'm not very good at it, but maybe I'll get better. Let's see. We are at number four now, right? Numero cuatro. Oh wow! This, uh, not intentional, but my number four is. Valkyria Chronicles four, four and four. I got the eight and eight and the four and four. Uh, this is what I was mentioning about mentioning earlier when we were talking about Mario plus rabbits. I I think Mario plus rabbits was what my number two in last year's list. I think Valkyria Chronicles is a better game than Mario plus rabbits. So uh, I, I I like it a lot more. I enjoy it a lot more. It's actually I I like turn based strategy games, but Valkyria Chronicles is probably my favorite. Turn-based strategy game that I've played. Like I just like the way, I like the freedom of how you can run around and aim and stuff, and and I really enjoy. I really enjoy playing it. That's why it landed so high on my list. I've only put about ten hours into it, and I just got to the point where you can start doing squad missions, where you do like, where you do like a basically, they're like one-offs, you know, where you do like a, you'll do like a little origin story, com, or little, you'll like, you'll do like one story for one of your characters. And you'll get like upgrades through those stories. And those are a lot of fun. Like I've been having a lot of fun with those. But this game is just so much fun to play for me. Uh, I really enjoy it. And, um, I, I, I'm really excited for Fire Emblem in 2019, but I don't know. It's, it's gonna, I feel like it's got some, 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 uh, resistance already from, uh, Valkyrie Chronicles 4. So I think it's, I think it's the better, the more, I think it's more fun to play. I think it's more fun to play because it's forgivable. Like it, it has permadeath, but it has like a double permadeath. Like, your character will get killed, but you can save them before they get completely killed. And I really like that. So you can fuck up, but you can still, like, go on. I think that's a big part of the game that really makes me really, really like it. One of your person dies, but if you can send another person there to rescue them, they won't fully die. Like, if you can do it within a certain amount of rounds. I've never... Been brave enough to see how many rounds it takes for them to permanently die, but you can't—it can happen, I guess. I always try to just run to them and quick and be pick them up as soon as I can. But yeah, it's a very enjoyable game. The character is very enjoyable. Um, the artwork is great, and I've I've really enjoyed it a lot. It's my number four, and I, it's it's a long ass game, but I'd really like to complete it at some point. And it's I just it's been a very fun portable game for me. I just pop it on and play it, you know, play a couple missions, and it's cool. What's your number four, Jeremy?
1: Number four. God dang it! We got our first overlap. NES Online.
0: There it is. I the Nintendo what? Online Service or the NES, but whatever you want to call it. I, <laughs> I, I, and
1: I wanted to be clear, just like you were, that <laughs> yeah. I mean uh, both the both the Famicom and the NES version, because the Famicom has offered some different options that sure. you don't have. For I
0: the I, can, yeah, I combined them into one. I mean, they're the same thing pretty much, if you have both of them. But yeah, having both of them is a good thing, But because it, it has started to, start to like vary a little bit between the two. But, but I will
1: say, so every time that I've been able to do it, and I think with the exception of the 3DS, I never finished Zelda on the 3DS, the original Zelda. But since the Wii, every time Mario 1 and Zelda, the original Zelda, have come out, I've had to play all the way through that on the console. So I did that on the Wii, then I did that on the Wii U, or... I. Yeah, I did that on the Wii U, and I did that on the 3DS with the exception of Zelda. I don't think I beat on the 3DS. And now on the Switch, I beat Mario and Zelda both. So I'm just so happy to have those games on this console, and uh, playing them with different controllers has been a lot of fun, uh, especially getting those uh, special bonus controllers from Nintendo Online Service. Those have been really cool to play around with. the NES online service is cool because of this. This is why I would like I stand behind the NES online service. Maybe it's not a great service really
0: mm-hmm.
1: as an online service but
0: Yeah, but for 20 um, bucks a year.
1: But the NES games the NES, are great.
0: Yeah. For that 20 bucks tw- a year which is for 20 bucks
1: yeah. I'm so happy to have these NES games and um, yeah, they just give yeah. me, you know, whatever, whatever it is, thirty something extra games on my mm-hmm. on my Switch to play, and they haven't so taken. That, that's uh, definitely in my top. It's definitely in my top five. In fact, it's number four mm-hmm. because of that.
0: And they haven't taken anything away yet. Most importantly, they've no, not they taken haven't. any of the games I away. Hope so, they it's, never do. so it's becoming like this wealth of games, and yeah, it's great. And I look to you know, I like to spy on you guys as. Uh, Games that you've been playing and all that. And Jeremy, you, you put like what? Like over 30 hours in that at least? Like in yeah. the American version? I don't know how much you put in the Japanese one, but it could be close to over 40. Like you, yeah, you i played, played that a lot more than I did. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mario, and uh, I've had a really good time with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
2: I do wish that it broke it down and, and told you how many hours you're spending on each game. Yeah. That would
0: be fascinating. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I just, yeah. It just on the icon in itself, but. I, I noticed that you put a lot of put a lot of time in there, so
1: I love it. And of course, you know, you kind of mentioned it earlier, but you know, check out the Japanese version because you get save states in Metroid, you get better music or better sound effects, supposedly in Zelda.
0: Yeah,
1: it's a slightly different experience because it was a fair, Those were both disc-based games
0: mm-hmm.
1: in Japan. So, and now I was reading something today about supposedly. Lolo has different levels in the Japanese version.
0: Oh, what? Okay. I've never heard
1: that before, but that's that. something worth researching.
0: Yeah, I haven't tried. I haven't tried Lolo in the Japanese version yet. Maybe I should. I did. I mean, there are like def, definitely different sound effects in Metroid that I noticed right off the bat. Like the the doors sound different. Like some of the monsters that explode, they're like they like make this really loud mm. screaming noise. Like one of them does, and I'm like, whoa, that's way different. And then definitely the music sounds different. Like you can tell that it's like composed differently than it is on the NES. So there's definitely you know versions worth or stuff worth looking at. And it's really cool to see like those little Samus heads on there, where you could just save and load from there and all that. And there's also loading in, in the in the Japanese Metroid yeah. one, which is weird too, because it's in Japanese. But and I can figure out what it was. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah. kind of weird, but it doesn't take that long. I don't think it's necessarily a detriment to it, but. Yeah, those games are a lot of fun. I, uh, do you guys? I didn't ask earlier because I figured we'd talk about it when we got to here, But has there been any news about what the January editions are going to be to this? I've like heard the nothing. New NES games? Uh, Nor have I. I've seen. That's them. like what yeah. next week at this point. Well, January's now, man. We are in the now. We are in the January. But as far as when they normally
1: <laughs> release the games, it's the second week of the
0: yeah of each month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I figured we would have heard something about it by now. You know. I hope they're not just like going to plan on stopping now or something. Now well, there's
1: been... rumor of a Nintendo Direct coming up soon, but
0: well, just because they normally have one at the beginning of the year. I mean, that would be sense, a week from you know? this,
1: today, uh, yeah, uh, January 10th is the rumor.
0: Well, there <laughs> is a big, I mean, there is a Nintendo release coming up in a week, which I'll talk about after we get done with the list. But um, yeah, that's yeah, that's a great game to play. What's uh, what are we on number four? What's your number four, John?
2: Number four, my number four is Capcom Bang 'Em Up Bungle.
0: Oh. Beat em, beat em up, up bundle. Beat him up,
1: up bud. Mr. Bungle.
0: That mm-hmm. was uh, what is it? That's in one of the Street Fighter games. That's an Alpha, right? Where you pick a guy and it's like, beat him up, bud. Yeah, <laughs> it says that. Yeah, yeah, I love that game. Um, or no, maybe it's a maybe it's the SNK one. But yeah, <laughs> it does say beat em up like that. Yeah, no, that was a fun game. We played it online with Armored Core and all that stuff.
2: Yeah, um, Armored Warriors is my favorite of the bunch. Yeah, the one that we played. Mm-hmm. Um I'd never played that game before and I just thought it was like wow this game is solid. Like every couple of minutes something new is happening. Mm-hmm. And it's uh pretty inventive and fun. Um with the caveat of course that the online slowed down significantly when, when a third player joined. Yeah. We had, reason.
0: Yeah, we had fun. But that was a lot of fun to play that online. Like I like doing that. We should do that again sometime. I like doing yeah. I like doing the online. We actually got you know, people watched us on Twitch and, like, commented, and there was, like, this whole joke about, what was that one guy that we kept making fun of? Like, the Argon or something like that? Like, he had some weird name that had gone in it, and we kept, like, who kept, like, coming back and leaving. Like, this third guy that would show up and then leave and whatever. Right. That was right. a fun stream to do. But, yeah, those that, that, that was a cool game. I hope they make more of those, you know?
2: Yeah, or add more to DLC. That'd be cool.
0: Yeah, I think it was, what was the Japanese one? It was called, like, Belt Action or something like that. Yeah, a different a
2: action bundle.
0: Yeah, because it's supposed to be like a conveyor belt, I guess, is the idea. Of like the conveyor belt of guys coming into you and you beating them up. Or like you moving on a conveyor belt is the way the game moves, you know. But yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that was a cool, yeah. fun game. Yeah, I got that. I thought about having that one on there as well. Like I said, there's a lot of stuff. There was just too much stuff. You know, I could have done a top 25 easy. Yeah. I'm not I'm not going to because it'd take me forever to make a video of. But, uh, <laughs> but I was yeah, like... It was a pretty good year for know, beat-em-ups, too, yeah, on the Switch. Yeah, right? yeah. I think this
2: was the best package of the bunch. Mm-hmm,
0: for sure. And yeah, now you have uh, Streets of Rage one, two, and three in there as well in your mm-hmm. list. All right. Top three, right?
3: Top three.
0: We're getting we're getting there. This is gonna be this is gonna be one of our long ones, but it was long last year too, so uh that's to be expected.
1: The year was long.
0: <laughs> it was yeah, three hundred and sixty-five <laughs> days. Could you believe it? All right, so number three for me is Dragon Quest Builders one.
1: Ooh,
2: I
0: put th- one. I put thirty well, <laughs> two two isn't technically out yet, so and or in or in English, so I definitely can't put that in there. But I'm very excited to play two. Uh on the same lines of Minecraft, uh I don't like I I don't like Minecraft as much as Jeremy does. But I like Dragon Quest Builders because uh this is what um you know my I ran into my nephew at my mom's house uh this he was up here from from uh, Florida, and uh, I was—he asked me if I had any unreleased Japanese games on my Switch, and I'm like, "Well, I'm like, well, I got a, I'm like, I got a demo for Dragon Quest Builders too," and he's like, "Oh, you play that? You hate Minecraft?" And I'm like, "No, I'm like, no, I don't hate Minecraft. I'm like, I just like Dragon Quest Builders because it's Minecraft with a point. That's what I said. <laughs> not, not to, not to uh, <laughs> knock on Minecraft, but I like Dragon Quest Builders better because there's goals, there's bosses, there's levels, there's different areas you go to." It's basically it's the kind of Minecraft that I can play because there's like stuff to do. You know, you you build you build a town, like you help out the people there. You rescue you rescue your villages from they've all been stolen from different monsters, and you go out and fight them and bring them back to the town. and And the boss battles are really cool, and it's all like Dragon Quest characters and monsters and all that. And it's a lot of fun to play. Um, I put over thirty hours into it. I'm not quite done with it, but I am three quarters of the way into it i think there's four chapters and i'm in the th- and i think i'm almost done with the third chapter but uh yeah it's been a lot of fun to play i've actually been playing it a lot this like past week like just because i started just got back into it again forgot how d- addictive it was and i've just been you know having a blast with it and of course there is a minecraft mode in there where you can just build stuff and like hide from monsters and stuff like that oh, and like, build your house oh
1: creative or survival mode? yeah it's
0: called like fuck what's it called like uh i don't remember I don't remember what it's called. I've never played it, of course, because I prefer the regular story mode. But it is in there, and you and actually, depending on how well you do in the story mode, you can unlock more stuff to use in the regular, like Minecraft mode. So they do like kind of go back and forth. It's called like Terra something. I don't know, but yeah, that's in there. And I just, it's just a very enjoyable game. I like it a lot, and I'm very ex- excited about about a Builders too. So that's my number three. It actually made it a lot higher than I thought it was going to be. I wasn't, I, I was kind of trying to, that one was always in my list, but I didn't know where exactly to put it. And with playing it again, I decided, I was like, well, oh, fuck it. This game's a lot of fun. So I put it, put it up in number three. What's your number three, Jer?
1: Well, my number three is a game that came out kind of recently. Okay. And I think you guys probably also played this game a lot.
0: Huh. What game is that? So,
1: you probably know where I'm going. Uh, I played over 35 hours of this game.
0: Oh, is it that game?
1: Smash Bros Ultimate.
0: Oh, okay, I did my list without Smash Brothers in it, just because I. Oh, always, really? Yeah, you. Know, I mean, you don't necessarily have to take it out, I guess. But oh. I, I did mine without just because I was always planning for it not to be in there. Is there oh, any... I didn't realize I was supposed to take that out. Yeah. Did you? Is it in your list, John, or did you take it out too? It's also in my list. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah, I had
1: no. I had no idea. It wasn't supposed to
0: be in the list. Uh, uh yeah, I think I told you, but it's fine. You, you can have it in there, I guess. I just don't want it. Let's just say this: it's just not going to get points for the game of the show of the of the of the podcast. Because I don't want cause I don't want it to be our. our number I actually
1: one. almost left it out, and I had other. I probably had something else. Well, I would have had to throw something else. at. Well, I was gonna. It, yeah, I was gonna on. say.
0: I was gonna say. Let's do what do it without. Like I've always planned for it to not be in there, just because I thought it was going to be everyone's number one game, and that's that's to boring, be honest. Boring, I would have just
1: moved. Um, yeah, there really wasn't anything
0: I would have moved in to be honest. Like, I am surprised. I thought you uh, there were a couple I thought you'd have in there. Well, I know there's what there's
1: a couple of games I could have pulled in. To, I think to I know. Have, I think I know
0: what your top two are now. But I thought there were some other ones that I thought you would put in there. I was actually well, actually a lot of them have been surprising. I didn't expect Night in the Woods, but maybe your top two will surprise me. But that's fine. You could say Smash Brothers is number three. I just
1: I I'll always, say I'll say Smash Brothers is number three because yeah. I didn't think you know once again we're going to go the surprise route like I, I thought about waiting a while to buy this game and just get mm. the uh, the opinions of other people on it before I bought it and I ended up buying it early and a lot of that had to do with Trey buying me a um, getting me a, a, a gift E-shop card cards. yeah. An eShop card, yeah. So Trey knocked off a a, a substantial portion of the price for this game for me. So I I knew I had to get it like opening day. So I got it opening day and uh, I like it a lot. And I played over 35 hours of it. So, you know, I won't get into too much detail about it. Anybody listening to this podcast that cares about the Switch has probably played Smash. But uh, it's a good game and it's got a lot going on. And I still throw it on and play it.
0: Mm-hmm. Every couple
1: of days, I guess I've gotten to the point where I'm not playing it every day, but
0: well, let's let's say that like your everything below this went up one and you have a and you have a spot for your number 10 again. Is there something that you would add as number 10 to your list?
1: Oh, wow. as number 10?
0: Yeah. Let's like say yeah. A, let's say you have a new 10. Say that Smash Brothers was taken out and you have a oh, you yeah. have a new number 10. Yeah. What would you put at number 10? Mulaka. Really? Yeah. Okay, (laughs) all right. I didn't expect that either, (laughs) but
1: Mulaka was a surprising. It was fun.
0: It was fun. Well, lasted. It just it didn't really stick with me, I guess, very much. But it It felt like
1: um, it felt like one of those like demo games I downloaded back in the day. Like I downloaded a game called Narbacular Drop, way Mm -hmm. back in the day, and that game ended up becoming Portal because Valve bought the I didn't know that student or whatever, and like hired that team. Mm -hmm. So I just downloaded this old game called Narbacular Drop back in the day, and, it, and it's super like glitchy and weird and like whatever, but it's still a lot of fun mm. because, the, because the portal stuff that's in portal is like the, the key element of that game. Sure. And so that's kind of how I thought about Malacca. is was like a great game. Um, it kind of has a glitchy sort of like proto sort of thing going on with it, but I think... Eventually, it could be a really good game if it was like a sequel is made or like a big studio took over and like kind of like flush it out a little more.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun to but play. Art, yeah. But
1: art style's great. The gameplay is fun. Mm-hmm. It gets a little repetitive, but no more repetitive than something like Okami, sure, or Zelda. So uh, I, I like Mulaka. So yeah, I'll throw Mulaka at number ten if we're if we're knocking Smash out.
0: Okay, yeah. No, Malacca was a fun game. I, I ran into a lot of glitches with it where I fell through the ground. But aside from that, I enjoyed playing it, and it did have some really neat. Everything was designed really neatly, and I liked the I like the bosses. The bosses were fun. All right, number three, John. Right number. We're still on number
2: three. Yeah, and number three is NES Online. All right. So, uh, and you know we already talked about it, but. Yeah, the reason I like it so much is I play with my nephew all the time. It's great. We, we have the option to play a couple different um, multiplayer games, and he always likes to play the old ones. So that says something about, about these games and the selection that they made. That a six year old today in 2018 would prefer to play the old games versus a lot of the new games. Um, and the ones that we play a lot are uh, we play mostly. Twin B, I think Twin B is his new favorite.
0: Oh really? Cool. Oh wow, that's that's kind yeah, of yeah. He a, really enjoys that. Yeah, that's, that's um, kind of a one unexpected one there. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, I enjoyed. I never played that before before now, but it's pretty cool to fly a plane around and you can like hook them up together and uh, make them super powered and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, then Super Dodgeball, we play Super Dodgeball all the time. He gets a kick out of the flashing my guys off the field <laughs> and. Um, Ice ice hockey and my my own personal favorite, Dr. Mario. I just love Dr. Mario. I'll I'll play that game anytime, anywhere. The doctor's got me hooked.
0: Yeah, that's... uh, And uh, have you... I know you said you were big into Wario Woods. Like, have you been playing that, too, now that that's on there? Yeah, I've I've been
2: playing that, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, As an alternative to Dr. Mario, yeah.
1: Yeah. Have uh, you tried playing through Zelda on it? Like, have you just, like, tried to play all the way through, like, Zelda or Mario? You know what I mean, like...
0: The class. No, I haven't
1: actually. Um, Metroid, which I haven't gotten through Metroid either, but
2: no, um, you know, I think when I first fired it up, I'd, I had to play Mario first. Uh, you know, that's just what you do,
1: of course. Um, mm-hmm.
2: But uh, beyond that, I really haven't tried too many of the other games that um, that 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 I played a lot earlier on, or a couple of years yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. For me, it's 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 all about the puzzle games uh, and then the games that I can play online with my nephew. So you like Lolo? I love Lolo. I've been playing a lot of Lolo.
0: Yeah. I played it. Yeah. except to say. Have you, uh, have you gotten close to the end? Of Lolo? Have you ever beat Lolo? Uh, I, beat I believe Lolo. I have, like, way back when I was a kid. I feel like but I, I did. I don't
2: remember, honestly. I, th- I think I
0: have.
1: I own the actual Lolo. Like, I own the physical cartridge of Lolo.
0: I think I uh, yeah I think I beat it like uh, I think I beat it through the um, through the what was it the Dreamcast disc with the uh, safe oh, states that disc, yeah. I think I think I beat it through there or through an emulator yeah. but I'm pretty sure I've beaten Lolo all the way through yeah that was
2: definitely on my on my list of games to to beat again mm-hmm. Lolo yeah and I of course got the the NES controllers too and I love those things so that just adds to it
1: mm-hmm. I love them yeah I was and uh, like no matter what they are like. Like a lot of times, Nintendo comes out with stuff you think of it as a shell, but these are like independent controllers that have their own batteries and they mm. charge independently and stuff. So yeah. they're pretty cool.
0: You can even play, uh, you can even play Smash Brothers with it if you want to get tortured, like John. You can, you can, you can play <laughs> Smash Brothers with it. Yeah, <laughs> if you uh, just don't pick Link, that's a bad idea. Yeah, or anybody, don't just don't do that. <laughs> just don't play like that. It's so hard, it takes like all the funness out of Smash Brothers. You can't do those Smash attacks and all that. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I mentioned it before, like how, like how I played, how we played Tekmo Bowl with like, with two of my nephews and they just loved it, you know, playing it on there. Like, it's great to have stuff like that available for them to play. We played that while we were waiting for Fortnite to update because they want to play Fortnite, but they, I think they like Tekmo Bowl more than, I mean, well, Fortnite's not as multiplayer, you know, you can't play two player like that, but they were standing like right in front of the TV and it's like a 60 inch HD TV or whatever. They're standing right in front of it playing and it's like. Okay. (laughs) It just reminded me of like me as a kid playing NES, you know, where like, you know, you don't have to stand so close, but you do, I
1: guess. And you're (laughs) like jumping up and down while you're playing. Yeah, that's
0: pretty much what they were doing. They were like standing right by the TV and like really getting into it. And I'm like, like, you know, like, you know, you guys, you don't have to stand that close. Like, uh.
1: But when you were a kid, you did the same damn
0: thing. Yeah. Because I was trying to play them and I'm like, I can't, I can't see the TV. You're standing like in front of the TV. (laughs) Like, well, I, I can't play, you know? So then I just let them play, and then they can just stand by the TV and do it. But yeah, no, it's a lot of fun.
1: My parents have video evidence of me and my brother playing Nintendo, and we're doing exactly that. Standing in both, front of the like, TV. Right in front yeah. of the TV, like
0: jumping up and down while we're well, running. Yeah. Well, you had to do that for those gun games, like put your gun right next to the TV. That's what yeah. I did. All right, cool. Let's uh, go to number two. Uh, number two. Okay, so my number two, actually, I think my number two and John's number two might be the same game. My number two is The Messenger? Yep. You got it. Yeah. Uh, put 20 hours into it. Beat that game. Actually, the messenger was the one that I went back through again. Well, I didn't beat all of it, but I went back and played it from the beginning again because I wanted to see, like, if it was just, if I actually, you know, I just want to go back to it and be like, well, now that I've already played it through, let's try the beginning again and see, like, if I like it as much. And I played it for about four hours and I was like, no, no, this game is still really tight. Like, I still really like it. I think the controls great, you know, and. And it's a lot of fun to play. It's kind of easier. I mean, it, it. I was able to get through it quicker because I know where to go now. I guess you know. So I was able to get mm-hmm. farther. But, but yeah, it's a blast to play.
2: Yeah, I really enjoy it, and yeah. you can, um, you know, you play it again and again. I think, and I've not gotten all the challenge coins. I'm definitely going to go back and finish. So yeah, you both beat it.
1: Can I wait. I was hoping to have beaten it by the end of the year,
0: mm. and I fucked up, when I haven't. But <laughs> it's all right. it was
1: that damn ninja.
0: It is, a, I mean, it's longer, I mean, the game is actually is longer than you think, you know, it's, it took me about like 15 hours to get through it, which I think that was me being stuck. I think you can go quicker if you're better at it, but yeah, that's about around what I, what I ended up doing with it, but I did get kind of stuck in the, uh, certain bosses for so long, but playing through it. Is, and, and what's really cool about it is the game, like you go through so many different areas and different times and all that, and they change. So like when you play it again you'll be like, "Oh yeah, well that's where that. That's the place where I was at before." Like, "Okay, this is how I first went there."
1: So yeah. this might be kind of strange, but I think it's relevant. So I mentioned earlier, you know, it's not part of my top 10, but I bought Thumper recently and like I was doing really well in Thumper. Mm-hmm. I think playing Thumper is how I beat nin- and <laughs> made, you,
0: made you better at the Messenger.
1: Well, it made me better at the Messenger because like I started like I like I developed a rhythm, so like oh, sure. there's a spot where you have to like you know, hit the things and stay above the ground or you get shocked or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the messenger mm-hmm. when you're fighting him or you like set on fire, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And like, when I went back to that part, like after having not played it for a couple of weeks, but having played a bunch of thumper, like I was just like, Oh yeah. Do hit jump. But, hit, jump, but and, like something about that, like rhythm was like less frantic in my head. And I was able to stay aloft and because of that, I was able to beat him pretty quickly after I like went back to it after playing lumber.
2: Mm. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and that guy again. He's he's the toughest boss I think in the game. He was for me. I got, I got stuck in him for a good. Okay, long.
1: well, wow. that's good. To yeah. Know.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to put the game down for a week or so and mm. and come back to it. And it was one of those. I think I put it down and came back to it oh, like five times. Yeah, and then. It was one of those, like, one day I just came back and I beat him on, like, the first or second try.
0: Mm-hmm. And it feels great. You finally made yep. it through. And you're like, yes, but then there's still a lot more of the game left after that.
2: Yeah, that was the thing about that It just keeps going game. and
0: going. <laughs> it just yeah. it
2: keeps going and going. And yeah. I, in a good way, though, I wasn't yeah. like, I was never like, oh, when is this game going to be over? I just, yeah. I wanted more. And I felt like they did a good job of always having basically a set piece, something new and different and interesting happening mm-hmm. along the way. Um and the writing and the music and all of the above we've said it all before this game mm-hmm.
3: yeah
0: it's great sure. yeah yeah it's a lot of fun yeah it's um yeah so that's I think that I think that'll make the messenger. The game that has the most points as of right now, and our point. We should it's also
2: add win. in points for every time that a game was mentioned over the course of the last year, and then the Messenger will win.
0: <laughs> no, I mean it's already winning. We don't need to. We don't need.
1: It for I anymore. mean, because I, I even gave an update to it. Yeah, before we started talking huh.
0: about it. Yeah, because that'll make that'll put the messenger at twenty four points right now, above I think above the NES. No, the NES. They're pretty close. Ooh. They're pretty close. Because where the NES would be... Stay tuned until the end of the
2: podcast to find out which one. <laughs> you
0: should do that anyway. The, the NES actually might be, at, might be at 25. Oh, no. Well, uh, yeah, that's, we have the same number twos. What's your number two, Jeremy? Is it, uh, does it start with an O? No. Does it start with a C?
1: Hey, there you go.
0: <laughs> I knew it was one of those two games.
1: Yep, number two is definitely koala's wasteland (laughs) Um, i love this australia-based game Um, i'm like why is the koala with a c and then you realize you know he's got he always has like a capri sun with him and he calls it his c for some reason but it makes sense (laughs) once you know that that why he's koala with a c yeah no i chose celeste for
0: number two i thought that was gonna be your number one actually
1: well, you know, I told you you'd be surprised by number
0: by number one. And okay. I meant that. All right. <laughs> uh,
1: Celeste is my number two. Um, I did love this game a lot. I mean, a lot of people did. And I don't really need to, like, gush too much about it. But it did have a really, it felt, it, you know, without getting too personal, I, I, I feel like I needed this game when I played it. Um, for whatever reason, whatever I was going through in my life at that moment, which, you know, stuff was going on. Um it was a fun game to play. Like it was, it was brutal. It was punishing, but you wanted to keep playing because of like the story, the story was very relatable. And although the implications of it were vague and how everybody interacted with each other, it still felt specific to, I don't know how I felt at that moment. And, Mm -hmm. and, and beating each level actually felt like I was sort of making a, some sort of like breakthrough. And, you know, that's – that's gu- I guess I am gushing after all. Yeah. But I really like Celeste, and uh, I played it all the way through. Um, it's on YouTube. I played all the way through. You did. You see all yeah. my dumb deaths, and you hear all my random curse, <laughs> curse words, words I make yeah, up because yeah. I run out of uh, options. But
0: Yeah. Yeah, I wish uh, – It's it's such yeah. a
1: punishing game, but I loved it. And I, oh, yeah. I do go back, and I did play this just a few days ago. Mm. I I still love this game. I love going back to it. The music is phenomenal. Yeah. The music, I mean, I can't even begin to, to like explain how much I love the music. I've listened to it probably more. I've heard the music more outside of the game. Yeah. Because I like that soundtrack so much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, it has an excellent soundtrack. It looks really good. The story's good. I just, I, I really, I really had a hard time with the controls. That was my big thing. But, uh, and I really wanted to like it more than than i did but uh i I knew you'd have that one in there it's it's actually i think it might have been and that same number for that game the u s gamer thing that I read is up there. I think it was number two yeah, I think it was number two it might have been right under uh red Dead. yeah whatever so,
1: whatever accolades it may yeah. deserve for how many yeah. people made it or yeah. what yeah. what what the great the con- concept was and how well it was executed and all that you know mm-hmm. me personally. For me, this was number two because it just—I just, I just c- connected with it on a very personal level, and mm-hmm. that doesn't happen with video games very often. That's usually a nostalgic sort of thing. Sure. It's not like a modern game, you know. No. Yeah, sure, it has nostalgic elements, especially graphically and yeah. musically and all that. But mm. like this connected with me in a in a contemporary sense, and yet I still had that connection as though it was something. I played twenty years ago and just was like hung up on mm. that's why I like celeste,
0: yeah, no, I mean it's it's definitely a good game, um and it's it's good for you to connect with something other than nostalgia like i've I think I've mm-hmm. gotten to the point that I'm tired of nostalgia, I've just realized that nostalgia's kind of boring to me. I need thing to be if it if it wants to try to be like an old game, I need it to actually be new also and and Celeste is you know it's not like it a is. rehash of an old thing, it's definitely portrayed in a completely different way and all that you know so and it's definitely if you can connect, connect to the character and i know you even said that you had like some uh like there were some parts that made you tear up a little bit and all that you know like yeah. it's really gets to you so i understand why it's there and that soundtrack is great i would definitely put that on my on my top favorite soundtracks if i had a list for that that would be in there and if lena rain so listens to us play then, it. you know I heard we it was it. free
1: on um, it's either Xbox Live Gold or PS Plus. It's one of those two. I don't remember exactly, but oh, okay, it's free right now if yeah. you have one of those two things.
0: Well, if you pay, yeah, if you if you have that, it's free. As free as Netflix stuff is, you know, <laughs> you still gotta pay for it, but yeah, for sure. What's your number two, John? Oh, wait, you no, already my said my number two was uh, messenger. You, you already said it because we had the messenger at the same time. Man, okay, that's right. Okay, done with twos. Yeah, we both said messenger because we both had the messenger too. Which that does have the messenger in the running. I was I was wrong. The NES has eighteen points, and the messenger has twenty four points in our port scale right now. And mm-hmm. considering that all of our number ones will be different, those sc- those points won't change. So mm-hmm. yeah, let's go to number one. My number one. Starts with a Y and ends with an S. My number one is a E's eight Lacrimosa of Donna. That one's pretty easy to guess. If you listen to this podcast at all, you knew that it was gonna be that. But
1: it was yeah. an easy guess.
0: Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say you could say, well mine starts with starts with a Y or an E, whatever. Yeah, no, I, I like that game a lot. I was just uh I was just watching some of the earlier parts of the game that I recorded and It already makes me want to play through it again like it was just so much fun to play and it was kind of like uh it was like my skies of arcadia after skies of arcadia you know it's just everything was everything was in the right spot and it was uh it was new it was new to me like the type of game like that type of game i never really played like i liked how like how many rpgs do you play that only exist in like one area or like where you're exploring like one giant island or where there's no money and you don't buy anything you just collect things and trade them and all that and just, the way, just everything that it did in it, it, like, felt fresh to me. And, like, building relationships with the characters as opposed to another game that I didn't play as long. You know, all the characters interact with each other really well. Uh, their conversations are great. Like, I actually cared about all the people that were on the island with you. And I just thought the whole game was done really well. Like, I liked the beginning where you're on the ship and you meet everybody. You basically meet everybody that you'll meet in the game in the first, like, five minutes of the game. I thought that was really funny. And then you meet, and then you meet them later, like, because they all get... Thrown out into this island, but I found myself actually caring for the characters and I wanted to see everybody's like, you know, like everybody's good ending and all that. And I did end up getting the good ending in the end. And, uh, and you can like new game plus it and all that. So I'm definitely going to play through it again, like in the future at some point, there's also like some hundred level dungeons that I haven't made it through yet that you get after you beat the game, all that shit, you know? So there is more to play, but yeah, that game was just like so enjoyable to me. Uh, It's the first Ease game I've ever really played, you know, and I loved it. I thought it was great. I hope they do another one. Makes me want to play more in the series, you know, and uh, I'd like to play like Ease Origin or like 7 or 6 or anything like that, which I think are only like PSP games, but hopefully they'll release some more of those for the Switch. It was just kind of a weird, uh, I know it's a re-release. It came out technically last year for PS4, but it didn't come out for Switch until this year, but it was like that game and Octopath. And uh, Shining Resonance, like, they all came out at the same time. And I played all three of them, but Ease was the one that I kept going to, and Ease was the one that I beat. I I, I put over 50 hours into it, and I completed it. And I completed all of it online on Twitch, which was the dumbest idea ever, because I couldn't play it portable, and now I've completely divorced myself of that. But it was a game that I wanted to play all the time, and making myself only stream it, like, kind of... It was a dumb idea for me. I shouldn't have done that. I should have let myself play it whenever I wanted to because I probably would have gotten through it quicker because it was so much fun to play. But, yeah, it was, like, action-based. It, it kind of was, like, not really but kind of like what Xenoblade I thought should have been, you know, like I felt like it was better. It wasn't like – it didn't, like – I know you you asked me about this, Jeremy. It didn't have that problem where like where, like, you run into an enemy and then as you're running away from them and you're, like, 50 yards away, they hit you and you die you know none of that ever happens yeah. in ease because it's all well because there's no battle mode it's all like action based so in order for them to hit you they have to actually have to be next to you and hit you you know it's not like you're in some sort of weird <laughs> battle cutscene or whatever you know and you don't have to like it's not weird to run you can just run you can just run from the battle if you want to run from the battle that's it you know they're not going to be able to do that weird like hit you far away zeno blade thing and all that and and there's no battles you win that you really don't win, and all that stuff, you know, like, which is another thing as, you know, Blade Chronicles 2. But yeah, it was just, like, so much fun, and it was a great RPG, and I really enjoyed it. And I don't really like action RPGs that much, but I really, really liked this one. I mean, I could go on and on, like, how, like, how good the map system was, like, how easy it was to warp from one thing to another, like, uh, how you had to use your, basically, all of the abilities that you got, the more you use them, the more they level up, and the higher. The higher they, the more, the stronger they get. I thought that was really cool, you know? So it's not like, it's never like you get abilities that you only use on bosses. Like, it wants you to use them all the time, because that's how you level them up, like, blah, blah, blah. It was so much fun to play. I like it a lot. I recommend it to anyone who likes action RPGs, or RPGs in general. And I know they said they were going to make a new ease. I hope it comes to Switch, because I'd love to play it again. But yeah, that was my, my big game. I played all year and had a lot of fun with so I kind of couldn't, not pick that one, because I have great memories from it, and I like all the characters and all that. And it's super pretty, and weird, and and great, and Japanese, and all that fun stuff. All the things that I like thats what it is. It's my number one. What do you guys got for number ones?
1: Your number one is not the same as mine.
0: No. I think I know what yours is, though.
1: Yep, you're right. It starts with a letter that's round.
0: Yep, It's Oscilloscope Warriors.
1: But the thing about this round letter is it's two round things on top of each other with a sharp line. Yep, it starts with the B. It's Baobab's Mausoleum.
0: <laughs> no, you said, it's not really Baobab's Mausoleum. I, I feel sorry for game. you if that was your favorite. I mean, it's cool <laughs> if it is, but I'm sorry that you had to play it all the way through.
1: But well, my favorite game does have a similar sort of thing because the, the uh, infinity symbol looks like a sideways 8. Um, octopath.
0: Yep. I figured, you know what? I didn't think that you'd put Octopath at number one, but I guess if you're going by amount of time that you put in the game,
1: which is exactly what
0: I'm doing, which, uh, which, which, which you know, more power to you, man. I, I think I that... think
1: I think it's about emotional investment,
0: and, yeah. and
1: and how much the game meant to me. You know, like I said earlier, I, I was throwing around stuff about Celeste and all that, and maybe night on the night in the woods, even. But, yeah, like I've always used in Trey. You understand? I'm sure yeah, you do. Yeah too John like sometimes video games come into your life at a at the time where they need to be there and then mm-hmm. you end up like connecting with them on a different level. And sure, yeah. Right I think to Path was one of those games where I was just like a lot of stuff's happening right now. Whatever, I just have to finish this game and like mm-hmm. even though I didn't hundred percent love it and maybe I almost like attacked it like I did a uh, color splash to be honest.
0: <laughs> I think it's a lot better uh, than color splash.
1: Oh, I just thought, I heard you say it. it's a lot like Color Splash. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I said, I <laughs> no. think it's
0: a lot better than Color Splash. No, it's no. A, it's, a
1: lot, a it's a lot.
0: It's a yeah. hundred times better than Color Splash. I'll, I'll give it that for sure.
1: Yeah, I beat it. I beat it. Um, And, um. What I want to say I love about this game, it's it's my RPG of the year. So, Trey, yeah. you've played a few extra RPGs. Um, I did. I I haven't really played much in the RPG realm, as you've heard in my top 10 list. Mm. Um, there may be RPG elements in some of these things, but like not a full-on JRPG especially. So, Octopath is like a very traditional JRPG, and that's why I loved it so much, because I could have played the way they wanted me to play, but I just tried to break the system and try to use like my buffs and my spells and stuff to just level up quickly. And because I was able to do that, it was so fun. Yeah. yeah Cause you- I was able to take my own path, if you will, my Octopath, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> my own way to like beat the uh-huh. game. And, uh, and and you know, I, I, there was still strategy involved. It wasn't just like straight up, uh, Grinding, which I did mention many times over this past year that I love grinding in RPGs. Um, there was a lot of that, but you know, there was some strategic choice in who I employed at, at which times in my party and how I stacked effects and um, what I did to try to get those multipliers for yeah. uh, experience and uh, and um, magic points or whatever they're called in the game.
0: And you, at yeah.
1: this point, it's been a couple of months since I stopped playing it.
0: And they're magic but, uh, points, I think. I think there's their MP, right? What you have, yeah. yeah.
1: I never did. I never did beat the the big bad, and I may eventually, but I've officially loaned the game. My brother has it now.
0: Oh, but I loaned he's...
1: him the game because he wanted to play it because he really liked the demo.
0: Oh, you got the uh, you got it physical?
1: Yeah, I bought it physical.
0: Oh shit, I forgot. I forgot about that.
1: That was one of the. I think that may have been the last game that I was able to get through Amazon with the discount. Yep, oh, okay. that's what yeah, happened. that's probably where we got it. Yeah. It was the last game that you could get the twenty percent discount, based on when they like canceled it and mm. when the Switch releases were.
0: Well, that was even more that was even more dedication then because you had to make sure that the cartridge was in your system at all times. It wasn't like a yeah. uh, you know like if you had to if you would have had something else in there like Labo or something you might be like oh I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna play Octopath because I got to switch cartridges. I know it's dumb, but sometimes that sometimes that's a you know. Blocks your pathway to whatever game you want to play. It's happened to me before where I'm like, ah, I don't want to change cartridges, man. It's true. <laughs> you know, sometimes well, the is over there. Yeah. And you just don't want to get up. You just like to, you like the jukebox thing where you can just go from one to another.
1: Well, you know, we had, we had a big conversation a few months ago where we were going to like implement this whole system of like, you have to be this game, this many games or you have to do blah, 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 or you have to do yeah. this and play this game. Like we were trying to get creative and, uh,
0: I was just trying to get Whatever. everybody more involved. That's all.
1: <laughs> no, no, that's cool. But that was around the time where I was like, shit, I have to finish Octopath. That's the game yeah. that I put the most time into. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it had been a couple of weeks since I'd played it. And so something about that, like rallying my resolve and finishing the game, it, ha- it made it the game of the year for me because mm-hmm. I was like, I have to beat this. Like it was like a sport yeah. for me to finish that's Octopath. Cool. And to see them credits, which, no, I didn't beat the big bad.
0: But But you you saw the credits, so you beat the I beat the story.
1: I got through all chapters of all characters. I just haven't done the final one.
0: I think the final thing is like the post-game, though. If you made it through the credits. It is post-game. It's post-game. So I don't really, I mean, I've played through, what, like six Dragon Quest games? Maybe five, whatever. Like all the way through. I didn't do all the post-game stuff on those. Those have extra big bads in there. I just don't want to grind for that much. I don't really care for grinding. And I just went through the main story. Which and I, I have moved on, you know. Also,
1: there were a couple of classes I didn't unlock because they're special classes that you've to unlock. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really want to unlock those eventually. Um, and I and I might jump back into the game whenever my brother's done with it and gives sure. it back to me. But, um, as far as I'm concerned, I'm done with Octopath for a while, but I'm happy. It was my game of the year for 2018 because... Cause it was, well time of, yeah. it. <laughs> it was most of it
0: was most of 2018. I put, yeah. I, yeah, I think I put
1: over 80 hours into it. Um, I don't have, it, it won't show me the time because I don't have
0: the cartridge. Oh, I, th- I thought you, I thought you put over hundred into it. I probably I mean, did, but that's, that's what I it showed me. Over yeah. Cause I, I like to spy on people's, uh, game times and, uh, I'm pretty sure it, it said over hundred for years. And I think that was before you even beat it. Like, so, I mean, yeah, I, that I, makes I, yeah. I bet you put over hundred hours into it for sure. So, yeah.
1: But it reminded me a lot of back in Final Fantasy 6, when I read the strategy guide and discovered the Vanish X zone, and then I discovered Vanish death or Vanish other like instant kill spells were Mm. better because you would get the drops. Yeah. So I felt like even I like, beat the strategy guide and realizing don't use x zone use mm-hmm. this other spell that's an instant death where you still get the drops
0: bewildering so, Grace. Uh,
1: i kind of felt like that when i played yeah with uh-huh. bewildering grace i kind of felt like that when i played that on octopath but i also use like combinations of effects of like other characters to uh-huh. like get it to go multiple times but also to have buffs set up in case she did the the bad effects of the bewildering grace where we would survive that because of the buffs I had. So mm-hmm. I had a really good time, like not necessarily breaking in the game, but just trying to like optimize my party and their buffs to get the most experience points and like, just yeah. get like, really ridiculously strong.
0: Yeah. You totally like kind of, kind of broke it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you want to do, I understand. I mean, that's, yeah, that's where, that's the way some people want to play RPGs. <laughs> where you could do, and, and, but there were things in there that could do that with that bewildering grace and all that, where you just can really, like, make yourself super powerful, which, you know, why mm-hmm. not? That's part of the fun of RPGs, that you can do that in there. So, I get it. Yeah. Octopath Traveler, number one, from Jeremy. But, I mean,
1: but, uh, great voice acting, great music. Yeah. The stories were great. I wish they intersected. It was very pretty. At all.
0: Yeah. The, but, uh. I enjoyed, I enjoyed Ultimately, the a good yeah. game
1: yeah. very reminiscent of Final Fantasy VI, like yeah. except for modernized Final Fantasy VI
0: minus the great storytelling of Final Fantasy VI minus and character the great interaction, <laughs> yeah. storytelling. Well, they, yeah, and the characters. Final Fantasy VI is better. I mean, it would be nice to see one in that style, but I mean, Octopath was an overall success. I know John said before that he felt like it, like kind of disappeared really quickly, but they sold mm-hmm. over a million units, so I think that's a success for something that's so niche like that, you know? So I don't feel... I feel like they did well on that. And I know they, there was, like, rumors of a new Bravely default on Switch, so I'm pumped about that, you know? More power to them. I think I know your number one game is the game that wasn't on my list. <laughs> Can you take a guess? Uh um Flat Heroes. The demo, you got it. I know no. you really like that one. I did. I did, I enjoyed that. But however, Smash. Yeah, that's my game. Well, I uh, enjoyed it. What if uh, still enjoying it? What if what if there was, was Smash was not on your list? Is there another thing you could add? at number and number ten. Let's say the messenger was one.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe I I, I I guess I really haven't played that much this year.
0: I feel like you um, had. I feel like you had more games than you mentioned though.
2: Yeah, I don't. I guess I didn't. Feel that passionately about uh, a couple of the other ones. Um, Flat Heroes, maybe if I have to put one, number yeah, yeah. ten. It sure. was a nice surprise that I spent maybe two hours with. I thought it was pretty cool.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but if I had to, I, maybe I would just not have a ten. Um,
0: yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Smash is my number one. Yeah. No, I mean, I figured I figured Smash would be everybody's number one. That's why I automatically cut it out. But thinking it's about it, my number one. but thinking about it, I don't know if it is my number one. Like, I think it's good, but it doesn't. Like, a lot of my list is about stuff that I felt was bringing new things to me that I hadn't experienced before, and the Smash is just the same thing that I have experienced already, just done really well. You know, and I'm kind of more mm-hmm. looking for newer experiences. Not that Smash is bad; it's great. I love playing it. But it would probably be, I don't know, maybe my lower five or something like that if I had to put it in there. I don't know. I don't if just, we're knocking Smash out, then I don't dislike be my it. number one for sure. Yeah. Well, I think The Messenger is the number one for the show, though, because we all have it in our top fives. And by the point system, it has the most points. So let's say that The Messenger is Nintendo Main's Game of the Year of 2018. I think that's fair to say. And yep. I'm fine mm-hmm. with that because we've all been very hyped on it. And this Congratulations has been a... to the Messenger. Check for your award in the mail. Well, we already bought the game, but we could buy it again from a different system, I guess. <laughs> you could buy more Switches and more Messengers. I'm just excited for Messenger 2. I mean, there, there's that to be continued at the end. Spoilers, but... What? You, you, you already knew that. We already talked about it. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, it's I great. I mean, it's uh, maybe it's not as impactful, like, uh, as emotional as uh, Celeste, but I just think it's so much fun to play. And I like that it doesn't take itself seriously. But I just think everything flows really well. Like it was, it's really entertaining. Like it was, it was difficult. But I'd never thought. It never wanted me. I never really wanted to quit it. I guess I just want to keep playing. And it's less kind of. <laughs>
1: well, Celeste has of, less elements. Like yeah. there's less control elements, so it's more. The the level design is tailored to a lot fewer Mm -hmm. things than messenger gives you more choices. Whereas Celeste gives you more of a limited scope of things to do when you have to do it in a correct sequence. Sure.
0: And also and also the messenger doesn't rely on you having a good D pad to play, which I think is really important also because that D pad really killed me on Celeste. And, And, and I think any game that you have to play with a specific controller is annoying. I mean, I know smash people and GameCube stuff, but, I'm kind of over that. I honestly really haven't played Smash with my GameCube controller since that first day that I got it. I've just been playing it handheld or with a, with a pro controller, you know? I don't really mm-hmm. care that much anymore. It doesn't really... Mario I mean, Party. It, I mean, it was fun. What? Oh, well, yeah, with that. But But that's not like... But that's on the system. Like, I don't have to buy a separate thing for that. Yeah. I guess I guess okay. I did, but I did do that. I bought new uh, Joy-Cons, but...
1: But you wouldn't you know what I mean? have
0: to do it to really play it. Yeah, it's, but it's not like... It's with not
1: included hardware.
0: It's not like my five, like, fighting game controllers that I have and all that, which I guess that's part of that, but, you know. Or, you know, that type of thing. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're going pretty long on this. I think we might be, like, close to, like, three hours or something. Um, is there any... I just want to have, like... Couple more questions. Let's go through them really quick. Is there any games that you guys wish you would have been able to play last year that you didn't? Of twenty eighteen, I played Celeste. Yeah, well, you still can. It's still on there. I was. Uh, I think the big one was for me was I kind of wish I would have got Diablo three, and also a uh, Katamari Damacy. And mm. uh, I was kind of interested in Torna, even though I did like talk a lot of shit about Xenoblade. I was really interested in that DLC that everybody seemed to, said was better than Xenoblade two. That's kind of another one. I wish I would have had time and money to play. And octopath. I and wish Traveler. I would have
1: played ease. Yeah, like I wish I would have been able to afford to buy ease because sure, it did come out at the same time as um yeah. as a octopath. But I've been really hunkering for a uh well, you an it. RPG, and I really wanted to play Dragon Quest eleven. But I think yeah. more, it would have been nice to just play another RPG on the Switch. Like I wish yeah. I had one more in sure. my
0: repertoire for the year. Well, there's a lot of them on there. You know, there's cheaper. I ones. know,
1: and that's what I mean. <laughs> like, if my regret for my big regret for 2018 is that I only played through one RPG on the yeah. Switch.
0: Well, when when one of the RPGs is like 100 hours long, it's kind of hard to fit other ones in there. But I yeah. did, I did kind of like, I kind of tried to push you to finish uh, Octopath before you bought another RPG. And then no, you, I did, and then you never did buy Dragon Quest Eleven. But I think that, I think Dragon Quest Eleven would be better to play on the switch just because of yeah. portability and all that. And I've kind of got to that point where I love, you know, I have Perf- persona five for my PlayStation four and I love that game, but I really wish it was portable just so I could just play it whenever, you know, that, that portability really does help, especially for really long RPGs, you know, like, like, uh, thankfully the ease one was going to be the last RPG that I do like all recorded. You know, I, I'd re- I I'd decided that mm. while I was playing it because I, really wish that I wasn't doing that. And I guess I never really had to, but I had already gotten so far in it that I was like, well, I have to record all of it. No, 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 you know, but when like yeah. Valkyrie Chronicles came over, came by, I was like, no, I just, I'll record like the first three hours. Then I'm just going to play it wherever, you know? And it was, and it became like my travel game after that, where I could just play it whenever. And it was, you know, great. Um, is there any, what, what do you guys, uh, what are you guys looking forward to for next year? Are you planning on getting uh Mario next week? Mario comes out next week. No. The Super Mario Deluxe, not, whatever.
1: It's a good. Nah, I'll get it sometime. It's
0: a good game. I don't. I mean, it's pretty old to be re released for sixty bucks for, for uh, whatever it is. Uh, Bowzette or whoever's in there now, but. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's it's really good. It's a good game. Uh, I couldn't buy it again, but I do. I did like it a lot. I have it for the Wii U, so I can just play it on there. But
1: I'm interested. Is it, isn't the isn't the Travis game coming out?
0: Is yeah, you? no, that was a now the two games that I'm actually probably going to get uh, the same day that Mario comes out is that Tales game, Tales of Vesperia, which I think I'm probably going to get just because I don't know. I'm, I might. I'm thinking about it. It's it's I, fifty. I would like to get another it's,
1: RPG. It's not cheap, especially yeah. get it on January fourth.
0: Yeah, well, it's uh the eleventh is when it comes out. Oh, yeah. Is when is when um, Vesperia is. That's the same day as uh, Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, but then Travis Touchdown, whatever, Travis returns, comes out the next week. So it comes out on the eighteenth, and that one's only like twenty, I think. But there's a but there's a uh, season pass that's like forty, which I don't know. I guess there's you get an extra character and you get an extra game as well in that. Which is weird. I didn't know there was gonna be a season pass to it, but apparently there is. But I'm really intrigued by that game, so those are probably my two big closest ones that I'm gonna get. But uh I mean what's your real quick, what's your big favorite? What's your big game of the year that you're looking forward to the most for the whole year of twenty nineteen um, that you know of?
2: Metroid. I'm looking to, Oh yeah.
0: Go, go go ahead, Jeremy. Talk about Metroid. Metroid Prime four. Well, if, it's, if, if it actually it, comes out yeah, this year. Yeah, if that's even a real game. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, i would very excited for Metro Prime 4 if that comes out. I'm excited for a new Pokemon. I know Let's Go didn't make it on my list, but there was that huge caveat with the fucking forced motion control and all that that I just kind of couldn't put it in there because I had too many complaints about it. Plus... It's kind of boring because it's sort of the same thing that I've already played before. But I really want to play a new one. I want to. Pl- I, I, I feel like I need new Pokemon. I'm kind of. T- I, I use the same Pokemon all the time in every game because they're always there. I kind of want brand new ones that I've never seen before. I want like black and white. Like I love black and white because they were all brand new Pokemon you'd never seen them before in another game. I kind of want that again to happen next year. I want completely brand new ones where you have to beat the game before you can see any of the old bastards from thirty years ago. You know, I'm kind of tired of those guys. I want, like, old, weird-ass-looking Pokemon that look like ice cream cones or whatever. Like what they did with black and white, where they were all fucking weird-looking. I, I miss that. And I'm excited for, like, uh, I don't know. Was it a Fire Emblem I mentioned earlier? That's supposed to come out. Metroid. Uh, the other one. Pokemon. All big, all big releases. I'm sure there'll be some surprises Animal in Crossing. there. Animal Crossing, yeah. That's another mm-hmm. big one. Luigi's Mansion 3, if that comes out. Hey. That'll be one that I'm really, really into, so excited about that. But, yeah, it'll be a good year, hopefully, uh, this last year. I think the coolest thing about 2018 was that for the first time in a long time, Nintendo was actually carried by the third parties, and that has, like, not happened. They really for were. For a very long time. True. And You're I think right. that's... True. uh And, and think, the indies. And I think that's what's really cool. They got carried by third parties in indies, and Nintendo has not had that for a long time. So they were able to have one year where they just totally, you know, like, Splatoon, Mario Zelda, like, just hit everything on pretty hard. And then they were able to kind of take it off. It was the year of ports. you know. I was actually really surprised that you didn't put Bayonetta in your list, Jeremy. I thought that was going to be in there. Bayonetta
1: well, I too. thought that was – didn't that come out late last year?
0: No, that came out this year, the beginning of the year. Oh, uh, I thought February. it came out
1: late last year because I was considering it.
0: Oh, that was February, I believe, of this year. Okay. Was well, his... it w-
1: It may have been out
0: Labo. We'll yeah. say that. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, it was, but, uh, or Labo or,
1: being a – Or Mulaka. Team, that was kind of a fun, <laughs> interesting – mentioned
0: yeah well, yeah labo was definitely an interesting thing but yeah that's been uh and that's been our year of nintendo main podcast um that was a yeah, full year that uh, that was our three hour uh mm-hmm. year thing we had a lot more we had a lot more interesting games than the year before i think even though i, I do really like my list from the year before because the year before i had like mo- i had like three 3ds games in there and there were no 3ds games in this and even a super nintendo classic game was in there last year that's true yeah but this year was all Switch stuff. I even thought about trying to get some 3DS stuff in there, but no, I think the only thing would be WarioWare Gold, and I don't even play that one that much anymore, even though I do like it. But yeah, I'm excited for next year. Hopefully, we'll do a lot more stuff with what, the podcast. What uh, do you think with we'll the get podcast. A
1: hardware announcement next year of some form?
0: I don't think so. You mean in either, you mean either 2019?
1: Either a handheld or like a new model of the Switch.
0: You mean in 2019? Like in the year of our Lord right now? Or let's you mean start, in 2020? Ya, yeah, <laughs> are we going to hear
1: about a new Nintendo console in some form, whether that be a handheld or or an edition of the Switch.
0: Maybe. I Uh, think it's possible. I'm hoping not for another edition of the Switch. I kind of like where it's at right now, but if we're... I I don't know where the position is for, like, PlayStation 5 or, like, Xbox 1120 or whatever they're going to call the new one, you know? Like, it's... Mm -hmm. uh, Or Xbox (laughs) 2, which I hope they call it would be hilarious. Um, Whatever they're going to do with that, like, it might set Nintendo in the position where they do have to come out with a new hardware version or whatever. I don't know. But I think they're doing okay. I think they got a. I think they're going to have some good surprises this year for sure. You and of course we'll let you know on this. And I was thinking about doing a sort of a contest on here. If enough of you listeners send us some send us some questions, some email. Uh, maybe if we get like I don't know, like ten or fifteen of them from you guys, we'll take a vote, and whoever sends the best question, maybe I'll buy you a free game or something. So uh, send us some email, and I'll... Uh, or maybe email. we'll give you that one that's still sitting around. No, I'm talking about I'll buy you, like, a $50 game. I'll give you a full game, oh, okay. is what I'm saying. A full Switch oh, wow. game is what I'm doing here. If we get if we get okay. enough questions, we will have a question episode, and we will vote on which one's the best one, and we will give them however you want it. We'll give you eShop. I'll send you a physical copy of something, whatever you want. None of that $100 uh, <laughs> basketball games or anything like that. Just like a regular regular sized switch game so send us some emails and uh we'll get second more. prize that free game that's been sitting around forever <laughs> and of course yes runner up uh the um the haunted the haunted uh, Halloween. Halloween, Halloween. Whatever. but uh thank you for listening to us sorry this is an extra long episode but of course this is our rabbit but not episode too sorry it's our big
1: because we're starting out a new year
0: it's our big episode and i and i'm hoping to get some more guests on here hopefully have some cool people that i talk to on here for sure and, um, you know, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson.
1: Jeremy Kasky.
0: John Litter, And, you know, you can find us at NintendoMainPodcast.com. Um, in order for the contest, you should, uh, if you haven't, you should follow us at at the YouTube.com slash FingMater. Or follow us at uh, Twitch.tv slash NintendoMainPodcast. Or follow Jeremy and I on Twitter at, at, at JMaxStack or at Nintendo underscore domain. Do all of those. And then email us at NintendoMainPodcast at gmail.com. And, of course, you can catch us uh, Friday nights. Hopefully, we can do one this Friday at 2 a.m. for our Twitch stream, where Jeremy and I like to play some stuff. Maybe we'll play some NES games. Maybe we'll play some Stardew, one or the other. But pop in, say hello. You know, uh, you can even join us. Uh, Newbie Cat did that. So uh, you can you can do that. You can get our whatever. Or maybe we'll play, like, some, uh, some uh, Fortnite or something. But, yeah, come say hello and all that stuff. And uh, happy new year! Welcome to 2019. See you next week.
1: Happy new year! See you. That's my ten favorite games
0: of 2016.
2: <laughs> yeah. Guessing what speed I'm going because I don't have a speedometer. Number one.
0: That's a, that's a great game to play, actually. And, <laughs> until you get busted and taken to Pizza Hut. You know, most things that people like are stupid. <laughs>